Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Pregnant ladies and little kids better get the hell out of the way. Because I am running. I'm just, I'm like Forrest Gump, dude. I am running. So, the Titanic was the biggest ship on the ocean, but that didn't mean it was unsinkable. Okay. I want you to use ombudsman in a sentence next week. I got one for you. My name is Kevin, the official ombudsman of the Desperate Spike Podcast. You like apples? Welcome back to the first episode of the JPP Pod in 2022. We have been uh, on a little bit of a hiatus. By the way, we got the we got the crew. Before we get into all that, we got the crew here. We got Pops, LJ, Uncle Tony in. Guys, we've been out for a few weeks. Uh, COVID's kind of ran through a few of us, or half of us maybe. And then, you know, just holidays and, and you know, 18-week season. It's really getting the best of us. So we, we, had, <laughs> we took up? a little bye, but we are back. What's up, guys? What's up? What's up, what's up? What's up? What's up? Man, we were the number one seed. We get a buy. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Of course we were. We got a buy. We don't botch. Well, I was going to make a Colts joke, but we'll we'll get Colts jokes in. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. It's just, so you you may hear uh, for anyone. I'm sure that there everyone was curious, but everyone is doing well on the podcast. But you may hear a few coughs here and there. Because uh, me and Pops are coming through. I don't think we got it from each other. I guess that's possible. But the Omicron or Omicron or Omarion, whatever it is, is going around. And uh, it, it, it caught me and Pops. And um, everybody's good now. And everybody who is maybe dealing with COVID out there, hope you're all good. But we're back. And if sorry for any coughs. Um, and better than ever. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. The jury's still out on that. We have to see what the next we're just uh, nine back, minutes period. looks like. Yeah. Okay. Here, here in about an hour, hour and a half, I'll tell you if it was better than ever. I think we got a, I think we got a jam packed podcast coming. Well, I mean, I've, I've heard that we come out of bye week swinging like an Andy Reid football team. That's, That's what I've heard. I, you damn right. <laughs> um, I do. By the way, we got some fun back on the end. I believe. I think I heard Uncle Tony may have two drinks, kind of like he's got a, you know two chains. Yes. We got Uncle Tony with two drinks. That we'll get that <laughs> towards yes. the Tony end. Two drinks, Titty boy. <laughs> Kevin's fun facts are back. That'll come. I'm going to save that for the end. You got to stick around for this. It's right, a good one, right. too. And um, like and it. playoff preview. We, we're going to talk that. We're going to talk tie gate. We're going to talk a little playoffs. bit. Week 18. Game the, I, theory. Playoffs. Is it safe to say, LJ? Can you, I don't I don't know if research backs this up. I think that was the best week 18 the NFL's ever seen. Would you agree? <laughs> That's week 18 of the regular season. I believe season. so. It's in the... It's in the top five for sure. No uh, doubt about it. People are saying, I don't know. I'm just, it's, it's a conversation <laughs> the that's top out there. Five. Um, <laughs> and it mm. ain't four. Um, let's, let's first start just since it just happened. Any, any thoughts? Uh, we're recording this on Tuesday. So last night, the national title game, Georgia, fi- Kirby finally gets over Uncle Nick. And gets a win over Saban. <laughs> Georgia beats Alabama 33 to 18. Um, one, did y'all get to watch the game? Do you have any thoughts, Pops or yeah. Tony? Uh, L? 
Anybody? Go ahead. Tom. I watched the game. Um, what you I, think? I was excited about the outcome. I was rooting for Georgia just because, I mean, no real good excuse. I'm just a little sick of Alabama and Nick Saban, but they're, but they're <laughs> yeah. good. I mean, it's the Patriot hate, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but uh, was kind of rooting for old Stetson, and uh, he did. He started slow, but he seemed to pull it together towards the end, and Georgia stepped up. Now, it was a good thing that both of the thousand-yard receivers for Alabama were out. Um, Man, yeah, that is terrible. So they lost Mechie in the SEC championship to Georgia, and then Jameson Williams, that injury. I don't know. Sucks. This is a quick aside, Pops, because I know we feel the same way. Watching like Injuries are tough to watch as it is. Mm-hmm. I know me and you both have a the, the ankle injuries in basketball or something. That's the real tough one. Yeah. What about – like? Is that is the ankle injury the worst one that you see on replays? Or like that knee one was kind of awkward because it was just no non-contact. Knees and ankles are both the same. And when you when you see him go down and grab that knee, you just you kind of know what probably happened. You know, he stepped awkward, or and it, it doesn't take much to to do an ACL. It's scary. Um, so I don't I don't well, like to watch it, any of them re, replay. It sucks. It's obviously it sucks because I mean it, it impacts championship and that's uh, I'm seeing that it was a torn ACL. They've now confirmed. confirmed. So that sucks. And what's even worse though is probably the first receiver drafted in the NFL or would have been. I don't know. I think he's probably still a first rounder, but you're not going to have him for, if not the whole year, most of the year. What were you say, Pops? Quick aside on that, you know, but he, he caught the ball. He made the catch, which reminds me of Michael Gallup. I think it was probably two weeks ago we hadn't talked about. Michael Gallup made a hell of a catch. Yeah. And then I believe and then tore his ACL. ACL. Um, yeah. Touchdown catch, yeah. yeah. I think he tore about everything. And similar to – not similar because he wouldn't have been a first-round pick, but Michael Gallup is this offseason looking to get paid. So it just, it just – injuries tough. suck in general, but it yeah. sucks when you know so much is on, on the, the line, line right right after. Not only a championship, yeah. but then all that. So, But that definitely changed the game. And then I'm with you, Pops. It was cool. I'm not like a Stetson Bennett fan or a Georgia fan, but the story behind Stetson Bennett walk – like he's loved – he's always been a Georgia fan. He walked on and then – wasn't it just wasn't working out so he went to junior college came back and they over and over again they tried to recruit and they recruited good quarterbacks because they just didn't think he was the guy and he just kept battling through and battling through and then and then in the championship game it looked like the Alabama the bugaboos coming back up he just he's getting picked that the fumble where the the guy oh, that yeah. recovered the fumble that didn't even realize it was a fumble nonchalantly like, yeah his yeah. toes in bounds by like a of a centiliter or whatever Tony Three was talking CL. about. <laughs> <laughs> Three CL. It's just that it just, I felt, I was like, wow, that's going to really bite him. And then like the next four plays after that fump or four plays after Alabama punches in and take the lead, he throws that beautiful strike that takes the lead for Georgia. The pick six was great. I, I was happy with the outcome. I don't think I was rooting hard for either one. Just wanted a good game. And it was fun. It was a fun game. Tony, what'd you think? Yeah, it was a fun game, and uh, yeah, and you're you're right about the receiver going down. That that was tough to watch, and he's been he was projected as the number six overall pick in the NFL draft. He may still be. I, I think the Alabama receivers are shown with Waddle doing what he's done this year after being out for a year with his injury, and Devontae Smith getting injured in the national championship game, and him having a great year may not affect him as much. And ACLs, folks can come back from. So I really wish Williams uh, the best. Of, it, it may, you, you know. Uh, Burks, Trayvon Burks now is looking like one of the best receivers. Mm-hmm. We we may see him called on Thursday night well, this it's, year. It's uh, funny you so. mentioned that a buddy of mine that listens to the pod, uh, shout out to Cody Lewis. He uh he was he te- a while ago when Burks first said he was going pro, he would like Burks would be the first pick, the first receiver draft. And I was like, I mean, he'll be one of the high ones, but not first. So he won't. Yeah. And of course, this morning he texted me he was like, Well, I hate to see an injury, but Burks might be the first. I mean, that if helps he- his case for first receiver drafted. 
Burks certainly now with with a good pro day and um, a combine if they have the combine this year with a good that he could vault himself into a top twenty pick. We'll see, we'll see. But uh, other than that, though, I thought it was great. I, I was real happy to see Stetson Bennett the fourth have success because with a name like Stetson Bennett the fourth, if you're not if you're not going to be on on a Yellowstone episode, there's really not much for you, else for you to do. Other than to win the national championship for for Georgia, <laughs> for Georgia, or, or, or Texas, and we know Texas is not going to be in the national championship game for a while until at least they're in the SEC. So, um, so I, I'm happy for and a great story, man. He was over there sobbing on the sidelines. You can't imagine what that kid's been through. Um, you know, to be a walk on and then a JUCO and just a great story. You know, that's that's what mm-hmm. people should do. They stick with it. You know, it's going to be a great lifetime movie. You know, because thirty for thirty, well, yeah, thirty yeah. for thirty, and, and hell, if Kurt Warner can have a movie, shit, Stetson Bennett the Fourth can have a movie. So <laughs> I'm I'm happy for the kid. Kurt Warner's also, a Hall well, of Famer, dude. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I, anyway, um, but I, I like I, I liked it, and um, the thing about it was the Georgia defense uh, after the first drive. I mean, kept Alabama out of the end zone until the fourth quarter, and, and um, just amazing. What Georgia, the, the speed they showed on defense, I thought that was that was pretty amazing. Um, the kid, the Alabama running back, really uh, helped his stock. I thought mm-hmm. he had a good game, but uh, the Georgia defense, I think, was the story. I we were, I was watching it, and a buddy of uh, a buddy of mine um, who has a tendency to bet quite frequently. Um, uh, had the under, and he's I not text- talking about me, Mom. I didn't bet on this. No, game. It was, no, it's somebody that Kevin knows though, and, and met him in a bar one night. But anyway, uh, he uh, he was texting out about how he had Georgia in the under, and was and there was a few zeros behind the bet. So uh, we were happy. It for started him. to sweat towards the end because if Alabama would have got overtime, all of a sudden but that over was back in play. I was I was starting to feel like that guy that's never ever going to get invited back to the party because I had texted out at the end of the third quarter. Wow. That under is looking really good. And, uh, <laughs> and by the end of the fourth quarter, I'm yelling at this, at the, at the TV as the guy's running down the sidelines, sit down, sit down, sit down. You know, you don't want that guy scoring. Well, and it, then it kind of looked like Bryce Young might get a garbage. touchdown. Might, at yeah. The but luckily for him, he got it one by a half a point. <laughs> It was the, I thought over was fifty two and a half, and so a wins man, a win, baby. A wins a win, baby. So overall, though, great game. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the better better games I've watched in the national championship. LJ, it's kind of funny just know I'm just knowing how you tend to root. I'm guessing you're rooting against Alabama just because, like Dad said, Indeed. Alabama wins a lot. But it's funny how Georgia, and it's because Stetson Bennett, which is the underdog story. But Georgia's being like the Cinderella. It's like, well, <laughs> they were like the number three recruiting class or two or one the last like yeah. seven years. Like they were loaded, and I think. Yeah. It just shows it's when, especially when it's really good teams, it's hard to beat that team twice. I think there's a stat out there. Um, they're the number one, like two teams have played twice, have rematched in the same season when they're both ranked in the top five during the game. That's yeah. happened five times ever. All five times, the team that lost the first one won the second one. Hmm. Now, really? Georgia doing it. I mean, it's, it's just really one, it's hard to beat the same team twice anyway, but when you're two really, really good teams. It's just tough. And I was happy to see Kirby finally get one because I think he's a really good coach. And the Nick Saban-Kirby smart relationship after the end, like it – obviously Nick Saban was hurt, but he seemed really happy for Kirby. Like it, yeah. it seemed cool. What, what, what? I mean, any other thoughts besides what's been said, L? Or Well, can I just complain about something vaguely? I would similar? love for – I would love for you to. I don't like the college football playoffs. I think it's a mistake. I think we need to go back. To BCS? Yeah. Straight How up. come? 
Because there are only three football games that matter in the college season. Just three. None of the other bowl games fucking matter. I mean, freaking matter at all. Um, Whatever. I'll leave it. Arkansas and Penn State matter to me. (laughs) Yeah, right. You have. okay. so there are four games that matter to every fan. Your team and then the college football players. I, I used to just sit there and watch college football all day long from Christmas Day to you know, January the third or whatever. Right. And now it's just, there, it's so much about these three football games that it, I don't know. Well, just, don't worry. I, they're going to expand it soon and you're going to get more football, more playoff football well, games, but it does, you know, I, that'd be so better. The, Honestly, there is the argument. The way, it does feel like I, it's hard to say. I don't like the play. I, the playoffs aren't better. Cause it does feel like we get a little bit closer to the best team wins the, the whole thing because Georgia wouldn't even have competed for a championship in the old BCS era. Cause they would have fell fallen out after losing to they lost too late. Sure. Probably. But um, it does seem like it. I mean, that that's the age old argument. It devalues the regular season and bowl, other bowl games a little bit because before every regular season game, I mean, it's on the line because one loss mm-hmm. in the regular season, yeah. you might not yeah. make that one or two spot in BCS. Where now one loss, as we've seen with all like everybody but Cincinnati in these playoffs, you can still get in. Or Michigan too, I think was undefeated. But what were, Tony? You looked like you were about to say something too. Yeah, I, I, you you said you you said what exactly what I wanted to ask LJ is what if we expanded the playoffs? Because I'll say this. LJ's right because you know you see all these guys and really the bowl season now is really being cheapened some by by the players that are opting out to go mm-hmm. get ready for the NFL. Which draft. after seeing and Jameson Williams tear his ACL, I you know, know. I mean, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. And so, but you know, really, a cit- the Citrus Bowl used to. If you went to the Citrus Bowl or the Outback Bowl, um, man, it was a big deal 10, 10 years ago. Everybody wanted to be in. That's how you got your NFL stock raised was you go play mm-hmm. in a New Year's Day bowl and it was big. And then the bowls just exploded and you have the, you know, you, you have the tidy bowl, you have the Duke's <laughs> mayonnaise bowl, you have the, <laughs> the cheese it bowl. I think the there's a Jimmy Kimmel bowl, right? There was Jimmy Kimmel bowl. Jimmy Kimmel bowl. All these things. And where's uh, the Just Press Play Bowl? <laughs> what, what are we doing? We need to talk about that because I think for about 50 Well, I think we're we putting our money in it. on the Cowboys right now. I mean, the Broncos. Yeah, the Broncos. That's right. Yeah, we are doing it. We'll start with that. But, we'll get into that. Yeah. yeah. So I would say, for so for me, I, I say if the college, if the foot, if the playoffs can expand to like sixteen teams, where you have it's a long regular and, season, n- no, and take you got to take the regular season back to to eleven or twelve okay. games, and you have and and, and you take so, one of those one of those conference. So games no non conference games. Oh, you're just saying take conference take games. come okay. out and 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 so then you have six a sixteen a sixteen team playoff where you have. Uh, three games. So you have 16, just like a sweet 16, right? So you play those four games and you get out. And so you end up playing 14 or 15 games in the season. If you're in the national championship game, I, to me, that's either that or something else has got to change where they've got to figure out how to keep these kids playing. A a quick rebuttal, a quick rebuttal that, and then we can move on to some NFL stuff. But um, my my thought to that, Tony is, so we've seen, so far, it feels like the one two game, and even a lot of times the two three, the the I think there's a big gap between the the haves and have nots in college football. I mean, you see the one yeah. four hasn't been close. I think since the playoff started, those I mean, this yeah. one was a closer game with Cincinnati, and it was a three score game, I believe. Yeah. So, what do we think is going to happen? Is it just going to be 
four more shitty games that are blowouts until we get to the Georgia-Alabama. I, I, I'm not saying it yeah. is. I, it does yeah. feel like we get more teams with the shot at, towards the end of the season. Like right now, it feels like it, if you're not a, a Power 5 conference, you have no shot. I mean, I know Cincinnati got in, but they did that after going undefeated almost for two straight years. Like right wow. now, it feels like a, a non-Power 5 doesn't get in at all. But I, I also think it just yeah. means Alabama's going to roll these teams. But you never know. We'll see, I well, guess, any given Saturday, Sunday. Kevin, once again, that's why you're the official ombudsman of the Just Press, <laughs> Press Play podcast because you're you're spot on something I didn't even think about. You're absolutely right. It, you know, you're going to have three or four games that are just crappy games, and then you're going to finally get down to, well, these are the people that should have been playing anyway. Why the hell we wait three weeks? But then at least, so, it, like LJ said, at least this game doesn't matter, though. I care. I, I honestly yeah. didn't even – usually I care. Uh, the Rose Bowl, even though it's not it's not an SEC, so I'm not usually seeing my like a team that I see every Saturday playing in it, I still care a lot about the Rose Bowl. And this year, which it was a good game I saw in the highlights, but I didn't really watch – I didn't really make that Ohio State-Utah game like appointment viewing. I, yeah. I missed it. And yeah. so LJ has a point, even though if there were blowouts, at least they're games we care about instead of just four bowl games that we care about the two playoffs and yeah. whatever team you root for. I mean, I'll honestly, and I'll have the, the, the hottest take here. I actually don't care who the champion is of college football. I just want <laughs> great games at the end of the year. I mean, I know that it matters, yeah. but it doesn't really. And we don't actually know who the best team is any yeah. year. Like, we can assume that whoever won that one game. I think but, Georgia but, is the best team this year. But I, sure, we, yeah. I mean, sure, conceivably. But I mean, I don't know. Any given Saturday, anything can happen, right? Um, yeah. So True. it's it's kind of like March Madness. We really like the Cinderella-ish stuff, right? Yeah. We, it's it's not about the best team winning every game. It's it's just about having good games. Um, yeah, I'm with you. So um, yeah. I don't care who wins at all. You're just, just you're just games. rooting for yeah. good theater. And, and Hell yeah. That, yeah. What, you know what was good theater? Tie well, do we get to tie gate? Do we get to Sunday tie gate? Or it was all good theater, coaches? man. I, there was a lot let's, of good theater Sunday. <laughs> let's um, let's wait on. Let's do tie gate in a second because this is the most recent news. Let's go to coaches fired. Black Monday happened. A lot of coaches got fired. Some of them not even on Black Monday on Black Sunday as Vic Bangio. Uh, luckily, thankfully, right before we started recording this, the the, the Giants made the only decision there to yeah. be made, and it looked like. They were going to fire the GM, but not fire Joe Judge. But they have, <laughs> right. in fact, fired Joe Judge now. He is no longer no. the coach of the Giants. And I was getting ready to go. And I don't care. Obviously, I don't care about the um, the Giants. I'm a Cowboys fan. But I was getting ready to just blast the Giants if they <laughs> kept Joe Judge after just two ter- – they've gotten worse and worse since he's been mm-hmm. there. I know it's only been two seasons. And then the the running, the, the quarterback the, the sneak. The quarterback sneak on second and 11 and third and on, nine. So, <laughs> so it was on the five-yard line. And if you're if you're sitting there going, well, five yards, maybe a quarterback can get five yards on a sneak. <laughs> the other five. He was on the other five. And like his dad said, it was second and 10 and third and nine. And his point after was like, well, we didn't want to get a block punt or a safety like we did the previous week, and we wanted to get some more room. Maybe, but then run a surprise quarterback. They lined up with everybody right there like they told the defense, we're going for a sneak, see if you can stop it. Yes, he's shocker short of nine yards. <laughs> they stopped it. But So they have fired him, I believe. Um, but first, Pops, I mean, obviously, right move. I mean, I, I'm surprised it took him until – Tuesday to fire him. Like, how did he not? How was I think he got they got bullied into firing him? Well, probably, but I, I will tell you, and I know LJ's done some studies on this in some past podcasts. I think firing a coach after one year is is a little bit insane. I mean, if you if this is gonna, after two, it, this, is this has been his second year. Yeah, yeah this is the second. Judges. Okay, well, I would even because he almost still, but you know if you're going <laughs> to hire a guy, give him a chance. But but mm-hmm. I agree, Joe Judge was 
uh, yeah, I, I think they did the right thing getting rid of him. Um, that, yeah. Yeah, I think they did the right thing getting rid of him. Which is crazy, Tony. We haven't recorded since this, but I mean, right after week 17, Joe Judge came. I, I think he might be living in like an alternate universe because apparently <laughs> all former Giants were calling him trying to get back, get back the on Giants. the team. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> I mean, I, I really I don't know what Joe Judge is like in a room, but he must either be like. I think he's really um, maybe intimidating or something like I don't know why the mayors didn't go. We got to fire this guy. I mean, this is just a shit show. And I, I don't mind waiting until the very end of the year because what maybe you want to see your interim. But sometimes you, you let the interim come in and maybe he's not really the guy, but he rallies the troops for a little bit. And now you're in a dilemma. But it it sounded like they weren't going to fire him. They were going to let Gettleman go, but not fire him. I, I heard Monday there was reports that. Joe Judge was going to be a part of the interview process for the GM because that's a good marriage. They need to make sure it's a good marriage. And then they fired him on Tuesday because every single sports show that I saw on Monday from the from get up early in the morning until the last show I saw, they were all like, what the hell are they doing? I mean, yeah. Tony, do you think they got bullied into firing him? No. I think they <laughs> I, I think that they knew when they fired Jason Garrett that they were firing Joe Judge. That's my personal opinion. They just didn't want it to to have and the mayors really don't like to, to have their name out in the news they really don't yeah uh, right. for all they've done and so i i think when it's like yeah it should have been a you know sunday night at 601 p.m they should have fired him well they're that's just not what they they do their due diligence but it, he was fired uh, you can't win 10 in the nfc east you can't go 10 and 25 in your first two seasons expect to especially survive. the nfc east that's been pretty bad the last yeah. two years i mean pretty um, bad they're they're getting LJ, better, any, but but yeah. Any other yeah. Uh, real quick, LJ, before I get you to wrap this up, uh, according to Josina Anderson on Twitter, Joe Judge's assistant was the one that sent a text to all the other Giants coaches tonight or on Tuesday to let yeah. them know that he's been fired and that they will no longer have a job. Basically, oh my God. what an asshole! Like, I just Classy think he's an asshole. Mm. Uh, <laughs> he and Urban Meyer have a condo together in St. Lucia. Yeah. So. Um, let's y'all want to go to the. The more so that was the obvious firing, even though it took the longest. That was the obvious one. The surprising one to me, Brian Flores being yeah. fired at the Dolphins. I mean, he went. I understand it was a weird year. He went, uh, oh, whatever it was, one, one and seven. seven. I think he was the first coach ever to go on a seven game losing streak and an eight game winning streak in the same season, back to back winning <laughs> seasons. The first time the giant, the, the Dolphins have done that since 2003. I, I don't know. That feels weird to LJ. What'd you think? Well, uh, so the only thing I really know about it, and this was just a headline I read essentially, was that uh, at some point he and Tua get into a fight in the locker room. Tua says, you don't know how to talk to people. And he says, we need better fucking play. And so it proves Tua right a little bit. And then if you're going to get into a fight with the with the quarterback of your team, then you're putting your GM and your your ownership into a rough spot. Um but like, you know, you get into the fights you need to get into. I, I don't know who was in the right, who was in the wrong there, but uh, but it, it was surprising. And I think that 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 schism is a big part of why he's gone. Uh, Supposedly, Flores is one of, uh, from insiders like Schefter and some others tweeted. He's now the hot name for all the vacant spots out there. Tony, what do you think about either the firing or usually it's a bad firing when he's now the hot name? Yeah, for for all the true. other open yeah. jobs. But LJ has a point. If, if the, it might be them just saying they take Tua over over Flores. And when you pick someone fifth overall, especially a quarterback, a lot of times the quarterback wins that. What do you think, Tony? Yeah. I, you know, the hot story coming out of it was that, uh, uh, you know, the, um, the owner 
of uh, the Dolphins. Ross, right? Yeah, is a Stephen big Ross, uh, Michigan alum and, and booster. And so it was all about Harbaugh coming to Miami. But, but they, he also had a quote supposedly where he said he's not going to be the person that gets Harbaugh out of Michigan because he wants him to be go right. blue forever. Right. So that was squelched. We'll see. I don't know about yeah, that. We'll see. I don't know if that's the reason. But We've learned to never believe anything we hear from either yeah. coaches or general managers. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I was surprised at that because he, he – it's always he's always been a players coach. He comes from a good coaching tree. Uh, you know, defensively they've been very they've been good. Now they had a lot of talent on defense. Probably should have been better. I think there were some uh, that there was just some problems. And and LJ mentioned about buying into the scheme and buying into the process. And I think they they got past it because after that screaming match, they actually were doing fairly well. And um, you know, I. It, it surprises me, but there may be more than that. It it, it may be a money thing, and maybe they, yeah. you know, the the talk has always been that that's where Deshaun Watson is going is to Miami, and maybe maybe that's the that's the kick to get him there is they've got a or, or the fact is we don't want Deshaun Watson here, and Flores was going to push for that, and so they had yeah. to to say we're we're not going well, that direction. Well, I, I, I read a little interesting thing on this too was that. That basically uh, Flores liked Herbert coming out of college, sure. and he wanted to draft Herbert. Well, the, they the took owner Tua liked pick over Tua, Herbert, right? The owner liked Tua, so the GM, who's he going to side with? Well, his boss, right? They got yeah, no the yeah, yeah. So, so, so he never wanted uh, Tua, and he got him, uh, and then he's the odd man out because the owner and 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 then he and Tua didn't get along because he's not well obviously because the there's going to be resentment yeah and, and then look in hindsight I mean Herbert I mean hindsight's twenty twenty for everyone but Herbert was obviously the guy to take you know in hindsight he, that Flores feels like he was right if that's the case yeah, yeah. He's well there every week's hand I think I might have yeah. been right yeah then honestly pops that actually makes the most sense out of everything to me because yeah. that that explains the him and to a riff because the whole time he's thinking damn it i, I could have Herbert because you put herbert on that roster we might be talking we're probably talking about a playoff team maybe a contender i don't know but and then and then you got the whole sch, the schism it might be good it might have been a thing where they all talked and flores had to like said i need to go like a mutual thing because yeah. the gm and and her or the gm made the pick and so now him and Flores don't agree, but the owner still believes into it because the owner, I mean, what we learned about rich billionaires, they don't like admitting they're wrong because, I mean, they got to be a billionaire a lot of times because they're not wrong very often. But I it, I don't know. that That's interesting to me. And I, I, it makes sense then if that's the case, Pops. Yeah. yeah. Um, can I can I cut in for just a second? I thought this might be a good time to throw out. I've got uh, I've got the preseason uh, 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 rankings we did or whatever, who was going to win each uh, conference. Yep. Um, yep. I'm not a part of this. I wasn't here for this episode, but I've got the information. Okay. Any of y'all like to They're guess not- who picked the Dolphins to win that division? Uh, Kevin. Kevin did. Kevin <laughs> yeah. definitely did. For some reason, I you know I can't get to it, two and on. I can't get over two. You know I stick with. Well, you it. like two and you like Flores. I know you do, and I like Flores too. I, I didn't realize they hated each other. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. <laughs> that is the problem. Right. Yeah, uh, I like we- I like the LJ's uh, caveat there. That that's a million. That's a billionaire owner caveat. Now I wasn't there when this was done, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> here's the picks. Uh, we'll wrap up. We'll wrap up uh, Dolphins and two and on talk with this LJ. Did you know? Here's a stat for you. About, right. Get ready. You're going to like this. All right. The Dolphins are 9-0 this year against teams with quarterbacks who have an O in their last name. Whoa. Mac Jones, Tyrod Taylor, Lamar Jackson, Joe Flacco, Cam Newton, Mike Glennon, Zach Wilson, <laughs> Ian Book, and Mac Jones again. But then 
They are 0-8 against any teams. All the teams they lost to, they don't have an O in their last name. Wow. So they lost to Josh Allen, Derek Carr, Carson Wentz, Tom Brady, Trevor Lawrence, Matt Ryan, Josh Allen, Ryan Tannehill. So if wow. only they could have played teams with O, that's the weirdest stat ever. But uh, two and on. Two and Do on you have a source for that stat? Because I want to shake whoever found that's hand. Yeah. Um, find them. The, gra- <laughs> the graphic that I saw made was uh, made by a VBS official. I don't really know what VBS official All is, right. but that's who made the graphics. So, All right. well, yeah, I'm I don't proud know how you found proud how you them. think of that. Or that's the weirdest thing <laughs> that ever. That is weird. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on. W- one more coach thing. One more quick coach yeah. thing. Mike Zimmer getting fired. And now Mike oh, no, Zimmer. No, we're staying on coaches. I was just oh. moving to a new coach. Okay, so well, I'm sorry. Then I'll bring up Mike Zimmer. Good timing. <laughs> take us to him. Yeah, um, good segue. So, he was a defensive coordinator, right? That's isn't that where he made his bones as, as a defensive uh-huh. coordinator. And yep. if I'm not mistaken, I read that uh, Minnesota's this is the second season that they've had one of the worst defenses in the league, and they've got defensive and, talent. In uh, fact, they were 27th in 2020 and 2020, and then 30th this past year. So bad, bad. Wow. Like, was wow. he caught up with his girlfriend maybe and forgot Must about defense or? I, I, I don't know because <laughs> actually, as much as I give Kirk Cousins crap, I mean. Kirk Cousins hasn't been just uh, – they should have been better than they were. With uh, Kirk Cousins has been okay. And then Justin Jeff- Jefferson, where they drafted him, it looks like Adam the best receiver they He's took. pretty legit. Thielen's good. Dalton Dalvin Cook? Cook's really <laughs> Dalton good. Dalvin Cook, I mean, yeah. Dalton Cook. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking Dalton yeah, Schultz. But. I, I don't think Mike Zimmer's – well, I, I was going to say I think he might be a good – good defensive coordinator, but then help pops, you bring up a good point. The defense sucks. So I don't know. Um, well, he spent a lot more time it, with his girlfriend. I can tell you that for sure. It, it, it feels right. like he, it that's may, what he maybe, should do. If, he, if he's got to look yeah. at what he's doing better these days, it ain't defense. <laughs> he's picking um, girlfriends. He's got game, he's, but it's in he's another doing field. Okay. He, he, he seems to be doing all right. That yeah. job that job is interesting to me because, I mean, Pops, you laid out. I, I do think the Vikings have a talented roster. The Minnesota fan base, like they've been through a lot. It's still a really good fan base. You, for them to be that good of a fan base with the, the crap they've gone through, I think they have a really good base. And then the only problem is if you're looking for that job, you, you got to figure out what you're doing with Kirk Cousins. He's still guaranteed, I think, $24 million next year. Yeah. I mean, you're probably not cutting him. So I think that's the interesting whatever the head coach gets there. So we'll see what happens there. LJ, let's go and talk about the Denver Broncos. <laughs> okay. uh, Wait, actually, can we go back and, and can y'all guess who took the Vikings to win that division? Oh, I hope not Kevin. <laughs> I'll tell you, you all picked the Packers, and then somebody changed their mind at the last second. Um, I don't know. I just I think everybody hopes. It I don't think it was me. Um, it's like, it's like Kevin. Tell us. It was Tony Green. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. that. I'm, like we were all scared because like I don't know. That could have been me. That could have been me. It's before I saw Mike Zimmer's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> all right on to on to um, denver i guess the same the same way uh earlier in the in the podcast we heard uncle tony said he almost became the friend that never gets invited because he, he mentioned the under looks really good and the under almost got blown <laughs> uh there was another person on saturday when the broncos were up i think seven points or maybe four points and they were driving about yeah. just running down the chief's throat just just driving on them yep. and looking like they're about to score again to make it a two-possession game and someone i think they might be on the podcast said the Broncos are something to the effect of the Broncos w- might win this game. They're looking good. Yep. The next play, seconds later, <laughs> Melvin Ingram just yep. right through the line. I don't even blame Melvin Gordon for it because Melvin Ingram was in the backfield instantly, <laughs> sat, or crushes him, fumble, and then Nick Bolton takes it for a touchdown. The Chiefs never look back. 
Now, fast forward, Vic Fangio has been fired. LJ, you are the Broncos fan here. I will give you the floor first. What you got? I think it's a mistake. I mean, I like Fangio. I understand the idea that like, hey, we haven't got what we wanted and we're moving on to something new. But I do think, and you guys can maybe disagree with me, uh, but I do think that he's leaving behind the most exciting job for a free agent coach right now. If, if so, they figure out the quarterback issue. Quarterback, yes. quarterback I mean, situation. You got a good quarterback, right, you got a good team. Like, you got a good, don't yeah, have a good quarterback, exactly. you don't. I mean. Well, and I think like uh, a lot of these, the problems that, that plagued the Broncos this year were not coaching issues, but they were bad luck in issues and mostly injury issues. I think injuries are really the biggest thing that the Broncos fought all year long. Not that every team isn't always fighting injuries, but um, I, I just felt like that wasn't a Fangio problem. Um, and I feel like Fangio is going to go coach somewhere else uh, and do a great so, job. So for what it's worth, I, it looks a lot like Dan Quinn's probably going to get a head coaching job during mm-hmm. this uh, cycle. It, I mean, maybe depending on how the playoffs go out, but it looks like he'd go. I would put everything I got to get Vic Fangio. I think he's about to be a great defensive coordinator for two yeah. years and be right back in as a head coach. Cause I do think that Broncos defense, and you talked about it earlier this year, LJ traded Von Miller. And like some of the guys that they put in the starting lineup were guys they had just picked up off the waiver. I mean, he does a lot with not much sometimes on that defense. And I think they're the roster's talented and they did. They were 19 and 30 and that, that won't cut it, but they did play for him. Even at that last game when nothing yeah. mattered, they were playing hard. It felt like when, I, and it's a young team. It is a very, very young football team right now. So I, I think I, I don't love the fire, but I maybe understand it. The, my bigger issue, LJ, and I mentioned this in the text and it's the GM needs to go. The GM's the problem there because he can't find the quarterback, but. We all know the GM is John Elway. Jonathan Elway, and it's hard to fire John Elway in Denver. So, what were we gonna say, Tony? I thought Elway stepped back this year. Well, Did it he? is it is Patton, but uh, okay. but I think Elway still has a lot of say. The Delph- I, I think that is like what? I don't know what the actual situation is. The there. de facto, um, the consigliere, whatever whatever group is choosing the quarterback. What I guess you could argue that group's done a great job outside of the quarterback because we just said their roster's great, mm-hmm. but. I, I mean, LJ, you do make a point. If 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 they can figure out, I don't know who it would be. If they're the ones that make a splash and get a Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, or Deshaun Watson, if he ever figures out what his legal stuff is, mm. you know, <clears throat> that roster instantly turns into someone people are talking. Just like Peyton Manning was when he went there. You're like, oh, Super Bowl roster. Yeah. But they just got to figure out that. Uh, Pops, did you... Uh, we'll end Are up you with okay? Gardner Minshew, by the way, just so you know. That's what's going <laughs> Were you okay with the firing? Like the firing? Dislike it? Did you have any big thoughts on it? Big takeaways? Um, I, I was okay with it. I don't think it was Vic Vangio's fault. I, I do think it was just quarterback play. They couldn't get good quarterback play. And I, I mean, I guess he has maybe something to do with that. But but I will say, I loved your idea. If I was Jerry Jones and Dan Quinn's leaving, it's like, let me know now so I can go c- give it a little shout to Fangio because I do think he's. Well, how much DC. would you like Vic? Yeah, let's get Vic over there. I would love that because no matter what you want to say, <clears throat> since he was at the Bears to now, I, I don't know his career before that, but for the half past half decade, he's coached one of the best defenses in the NFL. And it's not always with the best talent. So I would love, yeah. I would love to have him at Dallas. Yeah, Micah Parsons is watching that. Excited, I think too. I mean, yeah. I think Michael Parsons rather have Dan Quinn because I think they work really, really well together. But right. Michael Parsons, is but it just looks like Dan Quinn's goes. getting a job. But yeah. Seven openings, uh, Dan Quinn's getting a job. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wrap us up on Broncos thoughts there, uh, Tone. Oh yeah, it's it was the right call. I we talked about it. There, there were several instances during the year where there were just some really weird calls being made by Fangio and some things that. He's aggressive, then he's not. I, I, you could see the inconsistencies there, and, and there were some decisions made in that roster on the offensive side that even though he is a defensive coach, 
the head coach is responsible for that. And I, I just, it, it's tough, but that's there. And I, you guys can talk all over you want about Vic Fangio going to Dallas. Mike Zimmer is going to Dallas. Um, I sure hope not. Oh yeah, he's a former. <laughs> he's gonna have to sweep. He's a former I Dallas coach. That, but... He's he he and Jason Garrett both have pictures that can't Damn be divulged, it. and he's gonna go back and and he'll be the defensive coordinator there. Tony, um, why'd so. you have to do this to me? This is supposed to be make oh, LJ already, feel no, bad. You're supposed to make me there. feel bad. <laughs> it's out there. I, it, you know, it's already out there that that that's where Mr. Zim the Zim is headed back to the <laughs> okay, D. Well, well, now, Probably. now I'm upset, so I need to make sure someone else is upset. LJ, just did you know oh my God. that um, if you look at all the it, all 32 teams in their last playoff appearance, the Broncos are have the second longest <sighs> vacancy from the playoffs. They, the last time they made it was 2015. Every other team has made it to the playoffs since 2016, except the New York Jets are what you're way back in 2010. So you're better than the Jets. You're better when than the Jets. When was the Cowboys last Super Bowl? You want to, you want to, you want to. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What are we doing here? Oh, yeah. We're, <laughs> that took a turn. We're way. Hey, I'm just let's saying. Not take it there. We're just talking playoffs here, man. Yeah. Um, and br- breaking as of Tuesday night, this will start getting uh, maybe a little out there. Denver Judge Gilman issues the, on Broncos case first Kaiser estate. The right of first refusal is no longer valid or enforceable in any respect. This means final impotent impediment. To Broncos sale has been removed. So it looks like a new owner could be coming this summer. Guys, how much money can, can we, for JPP listeners, we'll go ahead and start up a Patreon here. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's yeah. get some money. Let's we'll, get we'll a good like fund yeah, we'll be like the Packers, but for the Broncos and just all JPP yeah. Uh, yeah. listeners. We'll send you a certificate. Yeah. yeah. And we'll fix the quarterback issue by, by God. By God, we will. <laughs> um, Let's move on to the next firing. So we've touched on Vangio, Flores, Zimmer, Judge. Let's uh, let's, let's go to LJ's backyard down there in Chicago. It's kind of the firing. Chicago. I think we all knew it was going to happen. This was going to happen. They're not big on firing midseason. I think they were just waiting. Matt Nagy gets fired. He went 20 and 27 since Nagy won the coach of the year and the NFC North in his first year. They've been It's been downhill ever since. How then. do you go from coach of the year to just like the obvious fire? That's so I guess rough, lightning dude. in a bottle. I don't personnel, know. That's, personnel decision. Personnel. Yeah. Well, and if that's the case, then I think it's Ryan Pace, which he also got fired too. So mm-hmm. Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy, they're cleaning yeah. slate. LJ, you mentioned the Broncos are one of the the uh, sexy hires. We didn't talk about the other firing that's Urban Meyer. That's a while ago. But jobs that are open right now, the Jacksonville one's interesting just because you got Trevor Lawrence. I think the Bears is interesting. I think the Bears are interesting too. Yeah. Justin Fields, I think, still is good. I think he just was Matt Nagy kind of screwed him. Yeah. And there's some talent on the roster. I don't think they're like. I think the Broncos have talent, better talent, just excluding the quarterback than the Bears. But it's not crazy to say the Bears could be yeah. a, de- a, a, a frisky team come next year. If I'm, I, if I'm a coach I, with no job, I'm, I'm hearing any calls from Chicago for sure. The, the, there's a thoughts of could Ryan Day maybe make the jump from Ohio State to go coach his boy Justin Fields at the Bears. And there's other, the, the other rumor I've heard is that they're already a request to interview Doug Peterson, former Super Bowl winning coach for the <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles, and then possibly Lewis Riddick for the GM job, which Riddick has ties to Peterson. They were on the same. Mm-hmm. He was a personnel. I don't know exactly. President of football operations, something with Philly when they hired Peterson. So yeah. that would be interesting. I think that I don't know if Peterson did win a Super Bowl. It was weird how that fell out. I think the whole Foles Wentz thing would have ruined a lot of coach because that's just a weird aspect that the backups got a statue outside the mm-hmm. locker, outside of the stadium. Yeah. And Wentz has his own issues, which we'll get to in a minute. But yeah. that one would be interesting. You like the Bears as a as a coaching vacancy, Tony? You think that's one of the the hottest ones? No, I I honestly think Chicago's probably on that. They're two or three years away. Um, I to me, I still think the the if you wanted to win immediately, the best 
uh, opening is Minnesota. As we talked about, there's a lot of talent on both sides of the football there. If you want to keep Cousins for another year, you, he's got his contract through 22. Uh, if not, he's a good commodity for those teams that are, are, are in contention, middling teams. A lot, like if Seattle gets – if Wilson leaves, Seattle could go after there, – there's just – there'll be a lot of action for Cousins. So I, I would – I think the Minnesota job would be the one I would – I'd be going to look at as far as the quickest – path to the playoffs because you've got Chicago and Detroit in your division. So is that the best job and, available? Is that what you're saying? Or just yeah. if you're looking to get if you think, yeah, if you're looking to get the best job available is oh the Jaguars man. have the number one overall pick again and they I, have Trevor Lawrence who he finally looked like a number one overall pick in week eighteen. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, that's always like yeah that's but they didn't always fire been their a GM. Tough, the GM's still sitting yeah that's always been a tough organization and I I, I you know I I like Miami I think Dan Quinn will do well in Miami. I hope he gets that's where he goes because it's a young, aggressive defense uh, that has that's a lot of talent. Mind. Yeah, and, and I think he could build from there. Um, and and it's they don't have a lack of talent on the offensive side. If if they can keep Gasecki, uh, they've they've got a lot of t- and and draft a, or or pick up a big big running back. So. Quick. I, I like Minnesota. I, I still think that's if you're wanting to get to the playoffs as quick as possible. I think it's. I think Minnesota is the best best job. The worst job is the Giants. I I, I wouldn't want yeah. to be in New York City uh, with that job for anything. But we, one could argue. One could argue Jersey, that the bar yeah. has been set so low, though. Yeah. That Joe Judge set the bar oh, so that's low. That's a perfect yeah. job for me. Oh, I'll put my resume <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I this is fantastic at mediocrity. Isn't that what no, he does? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can get us to eight and eight, baby. Let's go. Uh, no, well, I can't do that. Be, no, yeah, eight, 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 one. I can get us to eight, 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 eight one. one. There you go. <laughs> well, ask the Steelers. No, the Steelers went nine, eight, and one. Yeah, nine, they blew it. They went nine, seven, one. They blew it. They could have been the last five hundred team ever. Real quick, Pops, uh, uh, what do you best job available? Do you have a LJ? Did you say Broncos? LJ? Oh, I said Broncos, but I, I I could Shocker. be biased and and I could claim another team if you want me to. But uh, well, we'll move on. What do you got, Pops? Best oh, I, you know, I think maybe the Broncos. I mean, they definitely have to get the quarterback situation lined out. But I really like that football team. I like their receivers. I like their running. Denver's backs. a cool area. I like Denver's a great area. I like that defense. Great fan um, base. Oh man, the best. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would also, I love Denver. So I would also yeah. argue too if I'm a if I'm a head coach and and we're missing a quarterback and that's it, I wouldn't mind being somebody at the table having that conversation. Like that would be exciting. I think. Look, you get to. It. it sounds like you get to pick your quarterback. Which if you're a head coach, you, you pick your poison. You get. I mean, to pick it also does think. seem like maybe you don't get to pick your quarterback in Denver. True. So I don't. You know. could like, fall in a Brian Flores situation for sure. But um, I like uh, that job. I I think. Um, my best job available, I think I'm going to go – I'm going Bears, but just by a smidge. I think the Jacksonville job is really enticing. I, the only problem is, like Tony said, there's a lot of other shit. Jacksonville is just – that organization has been through a lot. I don't know. There's a lot you're riding against to try to write that ship. <laughs> I love – I would like Byron Leftwich to go back to Jacksonville and be cool. their head coach. That'd be cool. He's done and a great he's a quarterback job. quarterback guy. Yeah. Um, yeah well, you cool. got to throw out there, though, the Raiders' job would be pretty interesting to have, right? They've had – they have Darren Waller like, and, and they're still winning. The, That's all they've got. Basekia or whatever – he might have got himself a job, Basekia. Yeah. He's well, the first interim coach ever to make the playoffs. Kick that, yeah. kick that field goal. I'm just saying. Well, prisoners that is dilemma. A Let's go. Se- that is a perfect segue, LJ. Let's talk Taki. <laughs> Let's talk Sunday night Raiders Chargers. The game that for once, you know, usually you hear the old saying like. Nobody wants a tie or a tie is like kissing your sister. The whole world was rooting for a tie except for Steelers fans. <laughs> and first, LJ, before we get into it, real like, as quickly as possible, 
can you explain to me like I'm a fifth grader? Because I've, I've heard so many people throw it out there and there might be people like me who's like, okay, I get what I get what the prisoner's dilemma must mean. But a lot of people throw out the perfect prisoner's dilemma real quick. What, what exactly is the prisoner's so dilemma? So prisoner's theory? dilemma is generally the, the base example you throw out there for what is game theory. Um, how do you explain game theory? Game theory is a, a field of math invented by the guy who a beautiful mind is based off of John Nash. And, uh, and basically the whole field of math is how do you logic strategy? How can you prove that a strategy works a certain way? How can you prove that taking a worse strategy is more logical than taking the better strategy? So the prisoner's dilemma is generally the first example you go to. So imagine a situation where two guys get arrested, um, and, uh, they're being interrogated separately. They've had no contact. They will have no contact, but they know the series is if they both snitch on each other, then they both go to jail for two years for cooperating with the police. Um, if they, if one snitches on the other, the, the snitcher is uh free to walk. The snitchy is going to have a three year sentence. And then if neither, if neither sn- one, if neither, then it's a one year sentence each. So logically the smart thing for them to do is to uh, hold back and not talk at all. So they both get one year in and get out. However, uh, the reasonable decision for them to make is to think like uh, instead of shooting, you know, like I, I could be free. Um, so, so it's like, it's, it's dealing with the strategies of what should a prisoner do in this situation. And that's what the NFL found itself in. Well, and so that's where we, we got on Sunday night, Brandon Staley and Rich, I think it's Pasetia and we, I might be wrong on that, but the Raiders interim coach found themselves in that because for anyone, I think everyone probably knows, but just in case a tie, the way it all worked out Sunday night, that was a final game of the regular season, a tie between the Raiders and chargers would have put both teams in the playoffs over the Steelers. But if one team won, that team would go and the loser would not go to the playoffs. So if Theoretically, if they just run kneels the entire game, just kneel down, punt, kneel down, punt, and go zero to zero and tie, both make the playoffs and they basically rest their starters. They don't get, they don't risk injury. But they, it's kind of weird. They played the game. There's people saying conspiracy theories. Other other people saying Brandon Staley screwed up the Chargers' chances at making the playoffs. To run down real quick, right at the two minute mark, Derek Carr hit Zay Jones on a beautiful third and eight on in overtime. In overtime, so they were coming close to a tie. He picks up the first down right around midfield. From here, the Raiders could have kneeled at the clock, but the Chargers had two timeouts, so they could have stopped the clock. But it would behoove them probably to just let it run in time because the Raiders had the ball. The Raiders didn't kneel. On first down, they ran up, They ran it with Josh Jacobs. Lost a yard. No timeout clock. No timeout called. The clock's running. It seems as if the Raiders are going, okay, well, we'll just take a tie because, I mean, we could miss a field goal or something. like We have it in our hands. A tie sends us to the playoffs. On second down, Josh Jacobs runs for seven yards. Again, the clock runs. No timeout is called until about five seconds left on the game clock. Brandon Staley calls a timeout, which at that point, I believe there was five on the game clock, 39, 39 seconds or 38 seconds on the actual yeah. play clock on the uh, actual game. 39 seconds left in the game. The Raiders then after the timeout run another play. Josh Jacobs on a really good run picks up. What was it? A, like. 11 yards or something, puts them into a very manageable field goal. The Raiders then let the clock run a two seconds left, call a timeout, kick a field goal, send the Chargers home. LJ, did Brandon Staley screw the Chargers? No, I don't think so. I don't think that timeout made them any more or less likely. I think that the Raiders were always going to try to push for it, and if it was there, they'd go for it, and if it wasn't, you know, they they, they weren't calling timeouts. It was all good. Um, but since they thought they had a shot at a field goal, that's when they called that timeout um, with the two seconds left. Uh, Pops? 
Well, that field goal kept them from playing the Kansas City Chiefs in the first round of the playoffs. Right. And, and I Winning think, did behoove the Raiders. I think that yeah. did. You know, I, I, I don't understand what Staley was doing. I understand what he said, like he was wanting to get his defense right or whatever. I would have been happy to let that clock run had I been on the defense at that point. Um, but if I was the Raiders, I would have tried to win the game, so I wouldn't have to play. But, the well, Chiefs. I think like the the logic though is that the Raiders have one more play to basically get in the field goal range. If they don't have anything going, they're probably going to let the then clock they run because mm-hmm. they're not going to kick a sixty yard field goal. Right. Probably. So, so you need this is the most important play for the Chargers. They need to have their all their stuff right ready for this one play. I think that timeout <laughs> is an obvious choice for them uh, because they need to make sure that the Raiders stay out of field goal range. They got into field goal range. Game over. It did feel like he specifically waited to call the timeout until it got under 40 seconds yeah. to where Anil still would have ran out the game if mm-hmm. the Raiders chose to do so. Tony, what what, what do you think? Yeah, I'm right with that. I, I think that uh, <clears throat> I didn't hear – I didn't read Staley's comments afterwards. I thought Basically, he, was, he said he wanted to get a, a – he, they're obviously, he, they're running, so he wanted to get right. a more run personnel in. Okay. He wanted an 11 personnel okay. in. I thought he called the timeout so that he would be prepared to – if the – if the Raiders did try to kick a field goal, he'd be able to block it and have some time to actually win the ball game. That's what I thought. That's why I thought he called the timeout so that if he if they had a missed field goal or a block, he would have time then to 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 do something. Um, but so I was not. It, it didn't bother me. I was really, you know, I'm not going to say happy. Happy is not the right. I, it was it, it was uh, assuring, I guess. That they played it to the end and tried to win the ball game because that's what football is supposed to be about. You're supposed to go out there and try to win a game whenever you play. And mm-hmm. so, but Lyft probably has it more more accurately. Is the Raiders like shit? We don't want to tie because I don't. We don't want to go to Kansas City. I got a better shot going to Cincinnati mm-hmm. with Joe Burrow with a sore a sore knee than I do with going to Kansas City. They got a chance to win that game. The Raiders could they, beat Cincinnati. They, I think. They, and they could. a winner, a they winner could. tie yeah. didn't didn't affect the Chargers. They were going to be the sixth seed no matter what, no matter win what. or tie. So I, yeah. I think I think Staley just was. I think LJ probably hit it. it it's fun to go the conspiracy route and, and blame someone and have have a have a, someone with their you know holding the the bloody towel or whatever the the person that did it. But and I think where Staley's really getting blamed for this is because. People who don't like analytics hate Staley because yeah. we can talk about his his fourth and one from his own eighteen. I think that, in the third quarter that was the dumbass call. I get I get that maybe analytics shows it, but sometimes you throw analytics go out and go. We're in a tie ball game or whatever it was, one point game. Yeah. Let's just punt it away. Like yeah. let's just punt that well, away. I did see and the, something interesting about that too. Is one thing that that most analytics uh, bear in mind is that not all fourth and ones are the same. Fourth and one, straight up fourth and one, has like a like a 60% success rate. Whereas like fourth and 1.3 has like a 30% success rate or something like that. And it was a long one yard they had to get. So, well, yeah. And so if you want to, if you want to get, I think what happened was Staley, cause he's done this all year. He's gone for a lot of fourth downs and some controversial and he's decided he's going to be aggressive. I don't really have a problem with it. If you're going to be away, at least he's consistent, I guess. But a lot of people don't like it, and it's caused a lot of arguments. And so this was a time where people could just go, look at Brandon Staley. Stupid. He's an idiot. He should be fired. He needs to be out of the NFL. I mean, there's other issues he had in that game. I don't think that timeout was that bad. Yeah. And then for all the people who are like, oh, if you watch the post game, there was Raiders players telling Chargers players they were going to kneel it right there. If they didn't call a timeout, they were going to kneel it. They lined up in another shotgun formation. Yeah. I've never seen a kneel out of the shotgun right. with a running back right here. I, they were running a play. Yeah. And I think they just, when they saw the Chargers move to, uh, 
a bigger personnel, they moved to a bigger personnel. And let's give Josh Jacobs credit. He made a really good run, put him in field goal range, and it was better for the Raiders to try to kick the field goal and win it. And was it Josh Jacobs that also got that like conversion for 23 yards when they weren't even like that was Richard or Rashard, Jalen oh, right, Rashard, right, right, right. or whatever. And that was that's another one, third and like twenty or nineteen, yeah, and yeah. they run a draw. And if you're mad, Chargers, stop that draw yeah. play. Like yeah, yeah. the Raiders I'm, didn't even want that first down. They really didn't. That wasn't the play call yeah. for it. I so yeah, go ahead, Tony. That's the tie gate, but I'll just say this. Dang gum, what a great game. I, yeah. I, I you know, you're it watching worked out. That. Roger Goodell could not have been and, happier watching. Yeah, that. but you watching the the Chargers and they're going you're thinking, okay, well, fourth down, well, this is it. Yeah. Okay, four times. This die. is it. Yeah. Okay, four. They had a seventeen play drive. Yeah. that covered two minutes. What the <laughs> of game hell? Because it lasted like thirty minutes. Yeah, it's like first down, second down, third down. Oh, here's the four. And and I love the the you know well Peyton's out there going. Well, what are you running on fourth? You didn't get on third down. Well, they <laughs> they had the best fourth down calls ever. I, they they were like five of six or six of seven. Or six of seven. Like Some of those plays Herbert was seven. making. Herbert was so good yeah. in that five Dude. on fourth downs, and then that two point conversion. Yep. where he went with the pressure as high as it could possibly be. I mean, he's been on a high pressure the last yeah. all six of those four downs or whatever but then he he goes through not one two three all present uh progressions and then hits Austin Eckler on a throw where he had to put it in a certain yep. spot to yep. hit him that was a really good play and it kind of showed me the Chargers lost the game we lost yep. we lost because we get big Ben yep. in yeah. the playoffs yeah. and not Justin freaking Herbert yeah yep. I, yeah I, I agree I disagree but <laughs> tell uh, me if we could swap if we could swap right now my pocketbook disagrees <laughs> put Herbert in at quarterback over uh, Ben Roethlisberger just do a trade right now and put Herbert there I love your Super Bowl pick yeah. you might have a shot <laughs> absolutely uh, I, I would I wouldn't uh, disagree with that yeah but it was a great game I, I and it just showed Herbert is going to do tremendous things in this league I, I'm just excited yeah. about watching him play next year <laughs> next year um, I got to say so, about that game too that uh that I wish the Raiders would have challenged that touchdown catch that they called incomplete because I think that was a catch and I think that was the best catch I've seen all year I think that was the catch so of the year there was a couple other conspiracies where the ref caught, talked him out of the challenge and I know people were like the ref shouldn't talk you out of challenge because if you use the challenge and lose yeah. you lose time out mm-hmm. I, I think every every I think what happens a lot of times is the ref comes up to the coach and the coach asks, I want to, I, I want to challenge this. Is this the challengeable thing? Yeah. And the ref goes, you're challenging that he caught it. We have, and he just tells him what he saw. And, well, and that can, I actually have another talk. Theory too, unless the, the unless the ref was like, was. you can review it if you want, but you're dead ass wrong. Well, then, then you're, you're wrong. What you I think actually that, happened but. is that the Raiders had called a timeout and then wanted to talk about challenging it. And then the coach was asking, Hey, can we get that time back timeout back if we win this challenge? He said, hell no. And good. And then, I thought that was stupid that they called a timeout to debate a challenge. Cause right. then you're maybe risking two timeouts right. for a challenge. And so right. then, but and then, so once he out. thought about what that actually meant, he put that flag right back in his pocket, which totally makes sense. Yeah. I think that's a good call. I just wish they would have challenged it for the sake of, I think that was, it a, was a cool a catch. catch. And I, I think it was going to, they were going to review it. And you were going to hear a lot of Chris Collins was going, you know, Al, Al, that that might be a catch, Al. I tell you what, that's a guy right there that he, he really. You know what though? I did say it was the catch of the year. We weren't recording for the last couple of weeks. That that uh, uh, helmet catch from a couple of weeks ago. Uh, yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, the the on the fake punt or whatever where he caught. Yeah. It? Right. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. my god. Um. Yeah. We're gonna we're, we're gonna go to some playoff talk. Uh, real quick, let's wrap up. Um. The the end of the, the week eighteen. If there are any other thoughts, but we got to touch on we got to touch on the Colts. I mean that has to be 
not only the worst loss of the year, it's probably the worst loss in Colts history. There were 16 yeah. points, 16 point favorites against the Jaguars team who let's not act like the Jaguars were, you know, they're not like the Lions where you're kind of like, oh, they're frisky. They're kind of getting hotter. They're actually starting to figure stuff out. They just come off of a 50 point yeah. loss yeah. to the Patriots. And the week before they lost to the Jets. So this is not a good team. D- and then it might be the yeah, worst just, loss of all time. I mean, this is inexplicable. I don't, I really don't know what to say. Tony, yeah. what, what Go I ahead. wonder if the IT department could give us the last eight meetings between the Colts and the Jaguars and what the Jaguars' well, record is against the so Colts. So it's probably close to 500, but I do believe that the Colts have not won in Jacksonville since like, I, don't, I think it's, it's like 2016 or I wanna, 15. Some, I, it seems like it was, it, it's like a six or eight year drought for the Colts in Jacksonville. And so <clears throat> this was, and so me and a, a, a betting service, uh, were against each other on this, and I won um, because I had the Jaguars beating that spread on since that game. 2013, I believe, Tony. Since 13. 2013. So it's like, okay, this is not just, and everybody's like, oh, ah, oh, no, this is not that. They they don't play well in Jacksonville. That's I don't very know. True. They they need to figure out what strip is there club something those about guys playing are going in South Florida because go, the Patriots have an issue in Miami and and the Colts have an issue in Jacksonville. It's, it's just weird. I don't know, but it was it was interesting. So it wasn't that far fetched for the Jaguars to win. That's what I kind of think is interesting that the NFL kind of just poo pooed is like, dude, the Colts don't do well in Jacksonville. So if you, it's just as, it's September yeah, twenty fourteen by the way, yeah fourteen. Okay, yeah. it's just wild. I mean. Two weeks ago, or even, I mean, I know they lost to the Raiders. The Raiders might be kind of hot right now. But just two weeks ago, the, the Colts had beat the Patriots and then beat the Cardinals. And yeah. people were like, this is the team you don't want to play. Josh yeah. Taylor could, or jo- John Taylor, Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor, Taylor yeah. could yeah. win MVP, oh, all yeah. this talk. And then they stunk in pops. I know I'm night. kind of a, I've been on this podcast, a little bit of a Carson Wentz defender, and I think he could be good. Maybe he can. And he did not. I'm not trying to defend him because he sucked in this game, and I, they should have just put the backup quarterback in at some point. But it's not only Josh Taylor. Like that offensive line, which the Colts have a good offensive line, got manhandled by Jacksonville. I mean, the, the defense wasn't good for the Colts. I mean, that that was a total team effort in that debacle. It wasn't just Carson Wentz. But man, if you're a Colts fan, this got you. Just thought you were in the playoffs. All you had to do is beat Jacksonville. Is it? Ah. Yeah. That was terrible. That was yeah. That was one of the biggest fold jobs. I mean, they folded like a napkin. It was terrible. And I like Frank Wright. I like. I mean, I, it's wild to me. And, and you know, Hard Knocks was just banking on. Oh, we're going to get another week of playoffs Colts and stuff because they're doing this in season Colts stuff. And uh, wow, it just it was does, bad. does Wright keep wins? Surely he keeps wins another year, doesn't he? So they've already since he played enough sats, they've already given up the first round pick this year since he's played enough. So they've given up at least a first for him. I don't know exactly if they're on the hook because I think the pay, the Eagles had to pay a lot of dead money, so I don't know how much they're on the hook. But it, I kind of think you do. But it's hard to bring bring back Wentz after that debacle to that fan base. Like if you say, "Right's not back, committing to him right now." Yeah, he's not saying that yeah, he's, he's keeping him. Yeah, I like this quote, but we're not going to talk about one player because then I got to talk about everybody. No, you Whatever. don't. We're talking about Wentz. <laughs> yeah. Just tell us about Whatever. Wentz. Okay. No, we just want to talk about this guy. We're not going to ask him. So I, I will say this, not to get off the Colts, but I. I had been knocking the NFL for this week 18 in the 17 game season. I was really, I've, I've been on the podcast. I have not been happy about any scheduling of the NFL this year. And the week 14 buys just, you know, just screwed a lot of people. But I will say this this week 18, this Sunday was one of the best Sundays of the year. Yeah. There were, best so, week 18. Many, there were so many games that were either coming down to the wire or, 
that or were, were great games. So the Steelers Ravens going at overtime, man, the, the Bengals and Browns, that game came down to the, to the end. Uh, the Lions beating the Packers, even though, you know, they didn't play it. it it's, it's, you know, you're, you're leaving off maybe the game. I love yeah. that 49ers Rams game. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I'm not even there great. yet. Titans and Texans. The Texans had the Titans beat, had them beat and they came real back quick. Tony. We gave you a lot of shit. Davis Mills doesn't look bad. Yeah, that's <laughs> he looks decent. Davis Mills is – there's a reason Deshaun I don't know if he's next top rating, but he's a starting quarterback, I think. Yeah. Deshaun Watson is going to go a lot cheaper than he was before because Houston's like, well, this hey, this kid can throw the football. I just wanted to give you some credit because I yeah. gave you a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. He, like looks, he looks good. There like were weeks that it was uh, worth giving him some shit, but, but yeah, right. yeah. But overall. Yeah. Yeah. He's there. And then, yeah. And so, yeah, we didn't talk about the Seahawks. Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah. The Chargers. Okay. We talked about Tygate, but the 49ers, Rams, those, all those games, you weren't expecting this weekend. And it, it was a tremendous weekend for football. Chiefs Broncos was a fun game. Not yeah. for LJ, but it was a fun game to watch. Yeah, it seemed yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun for like three and a half quarters. Yeah. I, I, I mean, think it sounded like Jacob had fun. Yeah, he did. Yeah, prestige yeah. worldwide. Prestige worldwide is is feeling pretty salty <laughs> about it. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, I, I just you know I, I want to you know when you're wrong, you're wrong, and and this you know this turned out to be a really good weekend of football. I, I was really surprised. Um, let's. Um, is there any other any other week eighteen thoughts, Dad? Do you have a game or a moment or? A- no, not particularly. We'll probably touch on a lot of it because we're going to talk playoffs and we'll touch I and mean, we might touch on, you know, yeah. I, I want to talk about dad's boy over on the 49ers, Debo Samuel. We got a lot to talk about with the playoffs and we'll, we'll do that. But real quick, let's get a word from our sponsor. America's filled with a bunch of beautiful places. Perhaps you're driving around in Florida. And you stop at one of them alligator farms or maybe you're out in Arizona you stop and admire a cactus off in the distance out there amongst all of that beautiful sand and you realize something we're so small compared to the grandeur of the universe well if you want to feel just a little less small and a little more connected hop on over to Spotify Green Room connect with your friends maybe you got one of them in Arizona living out there in the sand they want to argue with you about sports they have a team get on there and talk to them it's all about community people spotify green room bringing the community together spotify green room get blasted in the ears let's talk some nfl playoffs and we'll start we'll just kind of go in uh, order of when the games will be so raiders will play at the Bengals saturday 335 Central time on all the times are going to be central. Three thirty-five on NBC. Uh, Bengals are the young, dumb, talented. They might be dumb enough to make a run, like you know, they just don't know any better, and they are freaking talented. Mm-hmm. But the Raiders are hot. They're riding a four-game winning streak ever since that embarrassing forty-eight to nine loss to the Chiefs, which we had a lot of fun with. Um, LJ, since you love the Raiders, I'll let you start. Any big thoughts on this? I think there's going to be some cigar smoke. That's all I know. <laughs> I mean, well, that's just – I understand that you're kind of implying that Joe Burrow and the Bengals win yeah. because he smokes – he's smoking if you got him. But that really could go either way. Well, I'm picking I mean, the Bengals. I like the Bengals to win it. I don't have a lot of reasons. I just – I don't know that the – I think the Raiders are the 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 exciting team for, you know, storyline. I don't think that they are the best team in this playoffs by any stretch. I don't think they're even – Pops, you, you might uh, – I'm going to go to you, and you might have the same sentiment, but – 
I don't know if I like Derek Carr as my quarterback, but man, I like him as a person. And it seems like the team really likes Derek Carr. And he seems like in a weird, tough year with the John Gruden stuff and then the different stuff with, I mean, we had the the, the DUI and two different DUIs. And then one of the players going on Instagram live, threatening people with an AR-15. Yeah. I, there was a lot of weird mm-hmm. shit with the Raiders. And Derek Carr seemed to be the consummate pro and leader in that locker room. And you're Josh Jacobs saying, like, we love four. We love four. We're playing for Carr. What's your thoughts on this game? Do you think the Raiders' magic can go? Or, well, or on the, the, number one, I do like Derek Carr. I think he could be my quarterback. I like the way he handles himself. I like the way he plays the game with passion. I think I think he can be a good quarterback in this league. So I'm not I'm, – I'm okay with Derek Carr. But Well, I mean, even like this week you saw 186 yards against Chargers. That's not great, but I mean – the play that Zay Jones that set him up on third and eight, I like him. I'm with you, pops. Well, I he's lost a lot, you know. He always has rugs and and Waller out most of the year. But but I, the thing is, to me, is that defense. If Max Crosby and then uh, what's the guy Philon? Did he? Yana, well, Philon from Arkansas. From Arkansas. Philon. Yeah. How looks hard. like he's not going to play. Okay. How hurt? I don't think it's. I don't think it's season ending. But I don't think he'll play this week. Yeah. He was a it's, beast. Yeah, he was. He was pulling. I mean, I'm not trying to say he's Aaron Donald. Don't take this out of context. But he was doing that kind of game wrecking. He was wrecking it. I mean, he had a couple of plays that looked former like. Chargers. So I can imagine he came in a little hot for this game too. Yeah, a little, little bit. I bet. I bet. <laughs> and that damn Max Crosby. I mean, he yeah. is his motor never turns off. He is a beast. Um, I, you know, I'm going to go ahead and Yannick and Gakwe and Gakwe, the other defense. I'm yeah, picking the Raiders. Play. I'm picking the Raiders. I, I, I think they're hot. I just don't know if the Bengals are quite ready. I do like Burrow. I like that team, but I, I'm picking the Raiders in this game. Pops, you want to hear something that that you'll like? You'll like your pick a little better after I throw this out at you. You're gonna. I think the key to the game, and you hit on it, is that pass rush against Cincy's O line. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati is thirtieth in the NFL in sacks per game. Ooh. They have a tough wow. time defending Joe Burrow. Some of that's because Joe Burrow is a is a gutty quarterback and will hold on to it to the very last second. And so it's not, I don't, I'm not saying the, all the sacks are on the line, but you can get pressure on them. And if the Raiders can do one thing on defense, it's that front four is. They play, and I I love watching. Max Crosby's stats aren't up there with like the Micah Parsons, T.J. Watt, Miles Garrett, but I love watching him play. That dude is just on fire. Well, all he does game a lot that there's long. not stats for. He messes up a lot of things so other people can get some moves too. Yeah, he does. I totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Um, and then my other, I, I'm torn on this. I I'll, I'll make a pick. Let's look at the line. The line right now is Bengals minus five and a half. Ooh, I, I wouldn't mind going Raiders plus five and Ooh. a half I, if, if if you're getting that many. Um, my thing with Carr. Tony, then we'll go to you. I think he's the best at drawing pass interference since oh my, my boy God. Joe Flacco. <laughs> I mean, he – and that's what makes it like, – could this Raiders team go on a run? Because Joe Flacco, I don't think he's good, but they went on a run with him just saying, F it. I'm like, so a couple weeks ago, Joe Burrow was talking about playing with Jamar Chase, and he said in a press conference, he was like, you know, sometimes I'm just like – and he quote – F it, Jamar's down there somewhere. I'm just going to throw it. I swear at times Derek Carr goes, F it, the, the zebra's down there somewhere. I'm just going to throw it. And it's yeah. sometimes the worst. I, I think if I had to pick the line, I'm probably going Raiders, but I think the Bengals win this game just because I think they're more talented. Tony, give it, wrap it up. Who's, what you got? Um, you know, I was just looking. Injury report Phylon is out for the year with a torn patellar oh. tendon. Mm. Out for the year. That. that sucks. I, it was cool seeing an Arkansas guy just – he was yeah. dominant. dominant. Yeah, he was. Their, their other, their other um, defensive lineman is also out for this game. Uh, so, I, I like the Bengals here, not because of, of Burrow and Jamar Chase, but because of Joe Mixon. 
Uh, they held Joe Mixon out last week, so he should be. And well, he had COVID, COVID last week, yeah. but I think he's passed. He'll be he'll be fine if he's if he's active and ready to go. I, I, to me, he is one of those five running backs that can actually take over a game because he can run the ball between the tackles. He can catch the ball outside. Uh, Josh Jacob is close to that. Jacobs is close to that, but uh, I, I, I think they can. They can. Yeah, I, yeah, I think they can uh, negate that uh, rushing attack. Uh, that. Um, uh, that rush of the the Raiders with Joe Mixon, and so I like Cincy here. I probably like him with a touchdown or more because, as much as the Raiders, they're really coming off a big high from Sunday night winning that game. Well, and, and they the played playoffs. they played their ass off. I mean, they were. I mean, yeah. they, they it felt like a playoff game. It feels like they're coming and, off a playoff game. Yeah, and they're going on the road to Cincinnati. It's not going to be pleasant conditions when you get Sunday Cincinnati, night to Sunday early night. Saturday, so it's yeah. a little short. I, right. I, yeah. I, I like game. Cincinnati here, and and I will say that's a great comment about Derek Carr getting getting uh, getting those pass interference calls. So here's the difference. So. When you're you've got a choice between throwing to Jamar Chase or T Higgins, and throwing to Hunter or Renfro, Tyler Boyd, Tyler Boyd, and, and throwing to Hunter Renfro, there is a huge difference in size, and, and so Hunter Renfro is going to have a lot more pass interference calls because people are just going <laughs> to run the fuck through it. And you're not going to looks you're, like he's getting pass you're, interference. You're not going to do that with Jamar Chase and T Higgins. They're going to fight you for the ball, and so I I I think there's a little difference there, but I like Cincinnati. I, I really think I – mean, I don't think they're a Super Bowl team, but they are – there is a little bit of magic going on, and I do think they're just – I don't think it's arrogant. There's just – there's a, a weird co- – Joe Burrow has this confidence with him, mm-hmm. and I think it rubs off on everybody. Jamar Chase clearly has that same confidence. And yeah, yeah. That, Tony, I, and this isn't going to be me giving you credit the whole podcast. I'm sure I'll, I'll find something to give you shit on. But another one, you told me before the year you really like Joe Mixon and how he's a balanced running back. And the more I watch him this year, he's up there for – Top five, maybe yeah. even top three running just all around. He's a he's really good running back. It's a surprise. I, I think, think people, he's a surprise guy here in the playoffs. We may talk about that later, but I, I Cincinnati, right. if they if they're healthy the next round and they get past these jitters of this first game that they got lucky playing the Raiders, um uh, they could be that team that all of a sudden is Chiefs are like, How did we lose that game? LJ, let's uh let's check back in real quick. Uh, Bengals kind of surprisingly won this division, the AFC North. Do you have uh what we picked for the AFC? Yeah, North? do you want to guess who picked the Bengals to win this division? Someone did pick. I don't think it was me. No, nobody picked them. Dad, did you? <laughs> no, oh, I, mean, I was about to say. I was about to say. Shout out to Pops because I think I no. know Tony picked Steelers, <laughs> and I don't think I picked the Bengals. I think, uh, the most. All right. Well, uh, so Pops picked the Ravens. <clears throat> Tony and Kevin picked the Steelers to win this division. Ah, so the Steelers, I, pick, pick I mean, honestly, everybody was pretty close. Were, were, were Lamar not Well, hurt? that division was really were close. Were Lamar not hurt? Maybe the Ravens do actually win that division. Um, yeah, Steelers got close. Steelers got damn close to winning it, too. So I, Yeah, yeah. And the Ravens were – and I'll say this about the Ravens. The Ravens were in the playoff hunt until the very last game with probably the most injuries I've ever seen a team have. And Lamar didn't play, I think, I don't think he played the last three. And the the game he got hurt on was like the very first possession. So basically didn't play four games. Um, I will throw out there. Kyler Murray instead of Lamar Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Kevin. (laughs) Sorry, we can't predict injuries. (laughs) Kevin uh, did predict that the Browns would be in the AFC championship game. So um, just throw that out there. Well, <laughs> I just asked about division. I didn't ask you about any other superlatives. Um, let's go. Let's go to the next game on Saturday. It's just two games on Saturday. We got the Patriots at the Bills Saturday night, seven fifteen on CBS. I'll go first because this one's simple for me. It's Mac Jones versus Josh Allen, and I'm taking Josh Allen. LJ, uh, what, what do you got? I, 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 I like the Bills. I'm a big. Bills the line, fan. the line, if for what it's worth, the line is Bills minus four. 
I think this is going to be a really good game. Honestly, I think this is probably the the I think this is going to be the best game of the weekend personally. Um, but I think the Bills will pull it off. So um, I'm excited to watch it, though. Pops, I'm going with the Bills, too. I think, again, Josh Allen oh, no. over Mac Jones. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> Tony. Sorry. It's um, the alarm. If we all four go, it's the KOD. Yeah. No, no, I, I do think it'll be a good game. Yeah. I think Belichick will have something in mind for him, and that lack of a running game is is going to potentially hurt Buffalo. Yes, but true. I'm, I'm Singletary's still, starting I'm go to Buffalo. figure it out, right? Yeah, a little bit. He's gotten better. Uh, Tony, what you got? What you got? I see a little smirk over there. Man. I Kiss it. Oh, he's doing Kiss it. Kiss it, death. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shit. I'm, I I was gonna go Buffalo. Do however, I, oh. I'm going Buffalo. However, I'm gonna say that this is probably the worst game of the weekend. Okay, and the reason I say I, I I see this being like a 13, 10, 8. So hammer the under 15. under forty four. Hammer. Yeah, the under. I I I just don't see this as being a high scoring game. Now, it, New England has been in those this year, but Belichick knows how to game plan, and and so I, I think he's going. But we've seen Josh Allen take over games here in the last four weeks of the season, as you said, Devin Singletary. They they challenged him all Didn't year matter. long with Zach Moss and Lord have mercy Matt Breida. That you know, and, and so <laughs> it's he bad. Finds, yeah, that's bad. And so Singletary is up there, and Stephon Diggs has come back to play. They're all healthy. And, and, you know, Sanders should be back. And so they've got quality wide receivers. Uh, Dawson Knox is a quality tight end. It's just going to be tough for the for the Patriots to keep them out of the end zone all game long. So, But it's, it's going to be one of those, oh, this is an ugly AFC East Saturday night in Buffalo. It's going to be with four the degrees. Blowing, it's going to be four degrees. The wind degrees. blowing oh, and the, the wind blowing and snow coming off. The, there's just It could be a foot and a half snow. I don't think there's so. snow, but I did see like like a little bit of possible precipitation, so we could get a little snow. It's going to be nasty. And, and that's why that's why I hesitate a little bit to take New England because, you know, if, if I had to, you know, if it's going to be a nasty game, I, Belichick normally finds a way to win so, those. But I, for what I'm it's still going to go with Buffalo here. We all took Buffaloes. That, okay. That's correct. Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, just for for anyone out there, for any JVP listener who's already you know like, what to do, who already is like factored in your money into your bank account, like that's already a win. You know book. what like to already, do. You're already figuring out how you're spending this Patriots <laughs> money line win. Um, well, I will say for for um for jo- for Josh Allen has to win the last few games. They are getting a little hotter, and does feel like it, you know there's labels for all these teams. You got like the team no one wants to play, the team no one's talking about, mm-hmm. the team that. The favorite, all this. The, the Bills kind of feel like the team no one's talking about because, I mean, we talked about them yeah. being contenders and favorites. Yeah. The only thing, though, they've gotten hot with Josh Allen has been doing, like, Superman stuff. Yeah. I mean, the touchdown throw he threw this past week where, like, he was basically sacked and threw a beautiful throw. Not very many guys yeah. can do that. And then the game where they beat the Patriots recently, they did a multiple fourth downs where it was just basically we're going to run the ball with Josh Allen and he's just going to be better than your defense. Yeah. And he got a lot of them. So you're banking on Josh Allen, I feel like, to be Superman again against a coach who's pretty good at stopping one guy. Yeah. I, it, it'll be fun. So if, if if you're out there, the listeners thinking about doing that that Patriots money line, and if you're listening to Tony, go ahead and throw that parlay with the under too. Why not? I, I, the, the taking Pats the points, taking Pats with the points and the under is 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 probably a pretty good bet. All right, well, so there we go. We, we we got Saturday racked up. I I I'm not with Tony. I think that'll be a fun game. I'm excited about that. I'm with Pops and LJ. Uh, hopefully Tony's wrong and it's not a boring <laughs> game, but we shall see. Let's move over to Sunday and the defending NFL champions, the top 
the Tampa Bay Buccaneers <laughs> hosting the Eagles on Sunday at 12.05 on Fox. Uh, this kind of this game pretty much comes down to what one team does really well against what another team does really well. I mean, it also comes down to Tom Brady just being Tom Brady. But the Eagles run the ball better than any team in the NFL. They are they are tied for number one in rush attempts per game, number one in rush yards per game, number one in rush rushing first downs per game, and number one in rushing uh, touchdowns per game. On the flip side, the Bucks' run defense is number three in rush yards per game and number one in opponents' rushing attempts per game because, simply put, at times teams just don't even run, they abandon the run game from the start. If you remember, I know this is early, but Week One when the Cowboys played the Bucks, they just decided not to run Zeke Elliott the whole game because that's just what the Bucks do really well. But it's also Tom Brady versus Jalen Hurts. Uh, Tony, let's start with you since we went with you last. What you got for this? I got the Bucks, and I think <laughs> I, got the, I, I think the Bucks in a runaway. Um, the the line the line is minus eight and a half as of right now. Yeah, I, I just don't see how Philadelphia can keep up here in this this one. I now you you described it if they run the ball and they're successful running the ball, but uh, the Bucks defense is that's where they they're they've been better at is is rushing defense. So. I don't know if you've seen any reports yet, Uncle Tony. Mate, you're you're plugged in a lot of times. I think Fournette is supposed to play, but I mean the Bucks are banged up. I mean yeah, Antonio Brown up. forgot that the season was 18 and he quit on week 17, thinking it was the last game. <laughs> Didn't realize there was another game to reach his incentive. And then, bone in his ankle. <laughs> and then you got you got Godwin out. Uh, Mike Evans. I, I, Mike Evans is really good. I think he's the first player ever to start the first I think nine years going a thousand yards every single year. Yeah. Uh, so he's really good, but he gets banged up every game. Uh, Gronk, I think he's healthy, but you just never know with Gronk. I, that game's interesting to me. Do, Pops, do you think the Eagles have a shot? No. No, I don't. No shot. No. <laughs> I, I mean, That I was don't. easy. <laughs> you know, and you're right. I mean, a lot of the tools that – I mean, Tom Brady had a – what is it? A plethora of tools. You know, it was shameful, the tools that he had, and he certainly lost some of those with A.B. And, and, and Godwin, but I still think he's got enough. I think Tampa Bay wins that game. Tom Brady became the oldest quarterback ever to throw for 43 touchdowns, and I believe he he broke his own personal record for yards in a season this year at whatever, 44 years old, whatever he is. It's insane. Uh, LJ, you, I know you love Tom Brady. Are you riding Tom Brady, or do we got a little Philly magic? I, the Eagles win it. The Eagles win this football Whoa! game. Yep, yep. I'm calling it. I'm calling wow. it right now. Uh, I think the Eagles are healthier. I think they got more people. I think uh, that uh, – Tom has thrown more passes than anybody in the NFL this year. I think he's going to start getting tired. This might be the game. I just think the Eagles are a better football team than we're going to see out of the Bucs this week. I think if if they met next week, the Bucs win it. But I think the Eagles will take this one. Wow. So well, okay. that, it's possible because I do think Philly has the the roster, the offensive line and run game to where they can, they can muck this game mm-hmm. up and then do what like the Washington football did earlier this year where all of a sudden – Tom Brady just never gets the ball back in the fourth quarter because they do an eight minute drive where they just milk the clock. I I can see that. The only that I think that I think that I'm going Bucks. I think Bucks win. But I I would love I hope that Levante David is back. He is he's not been playing in the middle for the Buccaneers, and he is their key to the run stopping the run. I mean their key is Vita Vea and that big defensive line. But Levante David cleans up a lot at linebacker, and he's been out for three weeks. If him and Fournette are back, I think the Bucks win in a landslide. Those guys are out. We got a real game on our hands, and I think it'll be a fun one to start Sunday off. I, to throw this out, though, the Eagles are – LJ, you might you might want to think about this before right. if you want to change your All pick. Right. We'll allow it. The Eagles are 1-7 this year against teams with a winning record and 8-1 and one against all other teams. 
Their hot end of the season came against the two Jays, the Jets and the Giants, if you know, you know, and then two games against the Washington football team. So they went four and one down the stretch with those four being the wins. So I agree with you. They're getting right, but and they know who they are. But I ain't scared. I ain't scared. Motown, Philip. All right. So there we go. At least we didn't at least we didn't. Hey, at least Even we didn't put the kiss of death there on, uh, on them. And I know Philly fans, Philly fans love Tom Brady, so I'm sure that'll be a very yeah, useful yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that'll yeah. be nice. Um, goodness, the Bucks won this division. They won the uh, NFC South. LJ, is that what the, the group had? Or <laughs> some strays? Uh, everyone picked the Bucks. Yep, yep. And everyone Look at uh, us, has, gosh, well, uh, no, so Tony and Pops have Tampa Bay in the uh, NFC Championship game, worth noting. I do not. You do not have Tampa. Oh no, I know who I, I think I know who okay. I am, but uh, cool. Um yeah, I wonder. We missed <laughs> we we missed this one. Um Patriots at Bills or not missed the game, but the Bills won the Bills end up winning that, right? They won the AFC North or mm-hmm. whatever. Oh, yeah, East, yeah, yeah. Uh, East, yeah, yeah, yeah. LJ, I don't think that's right. What's I don't have the Bucks in the championship game because I picked the Rams to win it. All. A, yeah, you have NFC the Bucks playing the Rams in the NFC, NFC oh, championship. in the championship game. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. NFC. I'm, yeah, sorry. I'll be more clear next time. Uh AFC East, who, who were we right on the Bills? Uh, I think I'd said the Dolphins. Yeah, Kevin thought said. the Dolphins. Yeah, uh, everyone else said the Bills. So, okay, well, that happens. You can't win them all. And, uh, and Pops right. has Buffalo going to the AFC Championship. Um, okay, going to yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be. All right, let's go to the Sunday three forty game. The CBS, the Jim Nance, Tony Romo, the Nickelodeon game. <laughs> we have the 49ers going at the Dallas Cowboys. Don't have a ton of stats for you on this one, except for I, I think it's a really good game. Don't love the matchup as a Cowboys fan. Boy. Pops, we'll start with you. What do you got? I hate the matchup, and I mean, my heart's for the Cowboys, but I'm t- the Cowboys hadn't beat a good team in a long time. Um, I'm, the 49ers are hot. I mean, I hate this. I'm picking the 49ers to, to win this game, and that's not what I want to happen, but <laughs> I think that's what's going to happen. Well, we're we're not wanting you to pick with your heart. We want we want the listeners to be right. We want the listeners just racking money. So we need you to just pick what you think is going to actually happen. Yeah. Um, you mentioned I'm just because I'm a non biased person, and I talked about how the Eagles have won all these games against shitty teams. It's worth noting the Cowboys, while they are whatever they ended up being ten and seven or eleven and six, I can't 11. remember what their final record was. They went six and zero oh against the NFC East. Six and zero against the NFC East, <laughs> scoring forty points per game and a twenty plus twenty two points per game differential. Against wow. all other teams, they're six and five, scored twenty six per games and a plus three point six points per game differential. So it it sounds like they're world beaters playing the NFC East. Imagine that, and they're just kind of eh. And the 49ers are not in the NFC East, right? I think they are not. Okay, they are not. Right. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna. This game is gonna. It it feels like it's gonna be the. Does Dan Quinn know Mike or uh, Kyle Shanahan? Because they coached together in Atlanta. Dan Quinn was the head coach when he was the OC, and they went to the Super Bowl. It's gonna be. Does Dan Quinn know Shanahan, or is the other way around? And Shanahan knows Quinn and just abuses him. Uh, The Cowboys' best defensive quality to me is their pass rush. You know what stops a really good pass rush? A team that can gash them on the ground is every time you go upfield, just keep gashing them. And I, Pops, is Debo Samuel, I, I'm not ready to say he is the best non-quarterback in the NFL, but he probably needs to be sitting at the table. He's, he's really damn he's good. 
Hey, when they call the roll, it's a short, short call. <laughs> it's a small class. <laughs> it's just insane. I mean, he'll be, he'll run a touchdown in, he'll receive, catch touchdown. In. And it, it reminded me of like, if you've watched Friday Night Lights, the movie, when Booby Miles in practice throws a touchdown, yeah. when he threw that wide receiver pass, I just heard Booby Miles' dad or grandpa going, and he can pass. <laughs> like just, he's really stinking good. And yeah. it wouldn't shock me at all to see him run, him and Kittle that just running up and down and, Beating the Cowboys. What's the line? The Kevin? line. Yeah. The line. Dallas three. minus three. three. So Ooh. with Dallas being home, they're they're close. It's not quite. I think Pickham's usually two and a half. So I mean, they're giving Cowboys slight favorite, but I mean, basically a toss up. I think. I think I'm going the Cowboys, and it's really just a pick against Garoppolo. I think Garoppolo might make the play, the one play that could lose him. I do think it's close, and I really I wouldn't be shocked either way. I think I'll go Cowboys. I'm probably staying away from it gambling wise because I don't bet on my teams. Smart. Tony, what do you got? 49ers. Mm-hmm. 49ers. Any, any anything to add besides yeah, what we're going to talk a tough about? One because we, we've said all along, and, and as you've watched the year, the NFC West teams, uh, even with Seattle and the trouble they've had, they're just they're just playing better ball. And as yeah, I, I get this the Quinn versus Shanahan. Uh, you made a good point there, Kevin. I, I think if there could be that one play, if if San Francisco has uh, more than one turnover, I think Dallas wins the ball game. Uh, but I Dallas just, is the team that forced the most turnovers this year. So I yeah, mean, theoretically, yeah. So, if you if you like the Cowboys, that's a thought. I just don't know that. But but, but the Forty ers play such a conservative style of of offensive football, and I say that meaning that they don't make those uh low percentage type of plays. They're they're short. Well, it's the short the short passes, the the shuffles to Debo. They it, it you're not seeing them make those big 8 10 15 yard posts that that are you know that are interceptable. And, and so to me here here's the key for me for this game. It's Elijah Mitchell for the uh, 49ers. Yeah, sure. It's not Kittle. It's not Debo. Because you know Elijah those Mitchell. guys are going to get theirs, but it's if Mitchell yeah, gets his. If, then. if Mitchell is able to, as a rookie, able to get um, 100 yards in this game, 49, I shouldn't say that because everybody says, well, if you've got a 100-yard runner, you're going to win the game. I, if he if he has more than 60 yards and no turnovers, I, I, I think San Francisco wins this game. Yeah, on my just to kind of now that I'm thinking about it, I, I was saying I'm betting against Garoppolo because I just think he makes a mistake. I got to give him a little bit of credit. That drive, I think they got the ball back with two minutes left, and he just against the Rams this past week to get them yeah. in the playoffs. He went straight down the field against that Rams defense. Yeah. Who I think the Rams defense they might not be the number one, but they're good. And he just went straight down the field. So I, I got to give him credit. And it does feel like the 49ers, if nothing else, they know exactly what they are. They were down. I think 17-0 at halftime. It looked like that game was oh, – I, I thought the Rams were about to run away with it. You saw Sean McVay celebrating with his guys in the mm-hmm. end zone after a touchdown. Like, it felt like that game was over. And instead of abandoning the run and start passing, they're like, nope, we're still going to do what we do, which is run the ball down your throat, maybe with Debo, maybe with Elijah, throw it to Kittle every now and then, and they got the win. LJ, I want to know where you're at. Are you going to go with – we obviously know who the more talented team right, is, obviously. right? Obviously. <laughs> obviously. There's <laughs> the no question talented. about it. Yeah, of course. Um, and I will. Did the Cowboys get right? Did the Cowboys get right against the Eagles' second team? I will. I will take the Cowboys in this game. Whoa, I will take the more talented football team in this game. That's probably the smart. Um, and 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 I'm totally with Tony. I think we're looking uh, at a rookie running back versus a rookie linebacker. I think that is the matchup of this game. And and I'm excited. <laughs> well, so Shanahan. 
Shanahan's a really good game. I'm talking myself into the 49ers because Shanahan's a really good game planner. And if you're going to stop a Micah Parsons, he's going to give Micah Parsons all kinds of shit to look at. I mean, he's going to be running yeah. motions and counters and reverse. I mean, it's just going to, and maybe Micah Parsons steps up, but he is a rookie. So we'll see. I, this That's game, I think this game is, it, yeah. it's a fun game. It's yeah. the classic jerseys, you know, Cowboys and 49ers had those nineties clashes. Did you see years. where uh, they asked uh, Shanahan if he thinks any of his teams know how deep this rivalry goes? And he said, Oh hell no, no, absolutely not. I think I saw something. What were you going to say, Tony? I have something to what LJ said, but I need to find the, the link. I, to me, y'all talking about the, the Buffalo. Uh, the, to me, this is the game of the weekend. I really do. I, I, I think, think so, is, too. I, I mean, obviously, is, I'm biased, but. This is the game of the weekend to me. That I, I am really looking forward to watch this game, and I will be rooting for the Cowboys. Yeah. Un, unless I put money on the 49. <laughs> and so, um, so, you know, but I, I do, I'll, in my playoff challenges, I'll have, I'll have players on both these teams. So it won't matter there, but I, I, I really look forward to this game. Uh, I, someone I mean, in this it, call yeah. does have uh, one of these football teams losing the NFC championship game. Uh, I believe that's probably me. Did I take the Cowboys? You actually to- are the right answer, but it was the Niners. You took the Niners to lose the NFC Championship game, which could happen. I think. <laughs> I think it's possible. Hey, they're getting. They're getting right at the right time. Yeah, they sure. Are. So we got. We got all Cowboy or no, no. Me and LJ Cowboys and Pops and Tony were 49ers. Yeah, <laughs> I'm rooting for the Cowboys, but I'm, yeah, uh, get ready yeah. to hear a lot of Uncle. I mean, uh, uh, Tony Romo is going to be talking about Debo Samuel. Ah! Oh, Jim, he just, they just give him the ball. How did they get him? He's just so good, Jim. Uh, that'll be a fun one. All right, and then we have. Oh, do we? I guess we have to talk about the damn Steelers. The Steelers at the Chiefs. We got to talk about Big Ben. We thought we got rid of him, and here he is, just stumbling through. He's going to take off his boot and his brace and all that, and he's going to get ready for possibly his last game ever at the Chiefs Sunday night, seven fifteen on NBC. I, the the line. Let's look at the line. Chiefs minus twelve and a half. They made it just high enough to where they make it scary if you want to use a teaser or anything mm-hmm. on that. Basically, so, Tony, I'm going Chiefs, obviously, because uh, I just think Big Ben sucks. Um, but there is – there's always – so this is – this, the Bucks, those two are the main ones. They're going to be tossing all the parlays. You're going to just put their money line in because you're like, oh, those two teams for sure win. We always see something funky happen. Could, could the Steelers, Mike Tomlin, Big Ben, nobody believes in us. I don't know. I, what do you got, Tony? I've got Kansas City winning this, but you're absolutely right. I, don't look for – I forget what the over-under here is. It's 46, something like that. 46 and a half is what I got right now. Well, I'm way on the under here because the Steelers are the kind of team that just – they just muck it up. They're going to they're gonna stumble out there. And I, it wouldn't surprise me if the first quarter the Chiefs are up 17 to nothing. And then all of a sudden it's 17 to three. And then it's that is the Chiefs M- or the Steelers and, MO. And then it's 17 to 10. And then it's 17 <laughs> to 13. And then it's 17 to 16. And next thing you know, there's a fourth quarter with five minutes left. And now the Steelers have the ball. And you're like, oh shit. You know, that it's just it that's the kind of this the, this game. Now, the Chiefs have started playing with a lot more confidence, but you, you know, are they pissed off enough? of not getting that by that they come out here and smear because they could also get up 35 to nothing. And if they get up 35 to nothing, this game's over. But if somehow the Steelers are within three scores at halftime, th- this is going to be a ball game. We were texting. So I'm pretty sure everybody was watching the, that Chiefs Broncos game on Saturday, but did you Tony, uh, I, I got a little bit 
as someone who thought the Chiefs were getting hot at the right time, I may even have him in the Super Bowl. LJ will tell us in a minute. But they they looked like there wasn't a whole lot of effort for a team that they a win gives them that first. And now the Broncos played with a lot of effort. I'm not trying to say the Broncos didn't play hard. But there was a lot of plays. Actually, Tim Hasselback on ESPN right after the game showed highlights. And there was a lot of plays where guys are walking on a tackle where maybe they could get Javante Williams. It just For a team that they needed that win, that game mattered against a division rival, I don't know. That that didn't sit well with me to see them not come out with their hair on fire and go ahead and take care of business. Well, I, I watched um, Muhammad Ali win several boxing matches just barely, and you thought, geez, he's done. And then all of a sudden he goes against – George Foreman and he just punched. I just the hope they don't. Right. I hope they don't fall into the I, curse of oh, we can turn, we can flip the switch because we saw now, the Colts couldn't flip the switch. As as much as the you know the the Chiefs, uh, excuse me, the the Forty Niners, uh, Cowboys is a big rivalry. The Chiefs and Steelers, you know, in the late seventies were also <laughs> a rivalry, and so um, they're not gonna. This is not the, the, the Chiefs kingdom is not gonna lay down on this one. There there's gonna be plenty of talk, and these players will know what it means to. To have this game, so I, I think they'll be up for it. I, I still think it's the Chiefs, but it, it, I, it, it's it could get ugly. Pops, where you at? Oh, Kansas City. Kansas City's going to win this game. Well, let's go to the number one person in the Big Ben fan club, LJ. Yeah, what do you I got? just love both of these quarterbacks. They're my favorite quarterbacks in the league. Um, <laughs> both generational talents. Both first ballot yeah, Hall of Famers. I love it. I just, I'm absolutely a big fan of this game, and I'm happy it's happening. I've been looking forward to this all year. <laughs> Um, I think the Chiefs win, and so therefore the Steelers end up pulling off another win. So, because um, I I'm, I'm going Chiefs for sure. Um, and I did want to throw out there uh, that everybody had the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl. All the people in this call, but somebody did have this as the AFC Championship game. Ah, so who? who I think that would have been Tony. Oh, it definitely been Tony. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, there, I'm telling you, <laughs> there, there's always a like a, a WTF game where you're like, yeah. what the hell? That screws uh, up. It could be this and one. It's and and it could be the Eagles, and you could be right on the and, Eagles pick. But we also just put the kiss of death on yep. this one. So oh, yeah. it, it looks it looks very mm-hmm. nice right it now. Used to always be the Steelers you know, are plus five fifty on the money line. <laughs> yeah, it's a big. Yeah, well, you know, and I'll say this again: first year with. An, an additional playoff team, it used to always be that six seed was always that one that you had to watch out for that could take it to the Super Bowl. But they're, you know, this year the six seed, you know, is playing the three and you got seven playing the two, the six is. So it, it's going to be interesting yeah, to see true. if this, if that holds true. And the seven seed is the one I don't, I personally don't think so. I, I think we can talk I, about six me, seeds, which is the 49ers that could possibly. You know, make some noise. Me and LJ have a group a uh, group text message with uh with our mom, and she is she I, she knows that LJ and me both, but more so LJ is not the biggest Big Ben fan. <laughs> I could just picture an ugly game like Tony mm-hmm. said, and then Big Ben not even that like great, but somehow puts together a fourth quarter drive where he gets like some pass interferences mm-hmm. or something stupid, and they win the game on like a forty nine yard field goal, and then mom's like, uh oh, LJ, Big Ben for another week. Yeah. I just I see the text yeah. already. It just lingers, man. He oh, won't ever wait. leave. <laughs> Which, oh, he's real quick, he hasn't quite said that he's for sure retiring. He said he thought that that was going to be his last game in Heinz Field, and everyone just assumed like that's him announcing his retirement. Oh, it wouldn't shock me if they if he's all of a sudden like, oh, you know what? I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm healthy. I feel right. 
you know, I've lost some weight. I'm on a diet. Supposedly he said he was on a diet before this year and he lost a bunch of weight. He looks like big old big Ben to me. I don't know. but <laughs> He's got that big donut face going really well. So I, I don't know. Uh, ben, yeah, uh, ben Roethlisberger, well, I'll say something nice about you. He has, you have a nice beard. He has a very nice beard, very sure, full, like beard. very That's good true. facial hair. Yeah. That's true. So He's, we'll say something yeah. nice about him. All right, yeah. final game. We have a Monday night playoff game for the first time. It'll be the Cardinals at the Rams, Monday seven fifteen on ESPN. What a great game! Yep. This is the up and down bowl. I mean, in one half, either of these teams can look like a Super Bowl contender, and the next, they can just suck. I like Stafford. I think I'm rooting for Stafford. I think a lot of the podcast is. But, man, this game is tough. The line is Rams minus four. It's – wait. Oh, yeah, it's at it's at L.A. because the Cardinals lost to the Seattle on a very exciting week 18, mm-hmm. as Tony said. Uh, Pops, are, are you riding with your – with your Matt Stafford minus four, I am, and, I, and hadn't they beaten the Rams or the Rams won both times against the Cardinals this year? Week one, week one, or like week three, the Cardinals. Remember, they acted like it was their Super Bowl, yeah. and it was yeah. right after the Rams had beat the Buccaneers. When yes, they act like yes, Super yes, Bowl. you're right. You're and the right. Cardinals beat them like forty to twenty three, and then the next time they played, the Rams beat them in a close game. Is D Hop back? Is he coming back for the playoffs? I think that's the number one thing, and I don't have an answer. Let me see if there's anything on him. Um. I'm taking the Rams. Hoping, even even if he's back, I'm taking the Rams the in this game. But D Hop would make a difference. Um. Well, due to the the times that we're in, if you Google Hopkins, uh, John Hopkins comes in before uh, Deshaun. Um, Tony, have you already said your pick? I, I'm it's just struggling right now. I'm I'm going with Arizona, and the reason I am is I, I think Arizona would have been hindered if they'd been at home their home record is terrible for whatever Weirdly, reason yeah it's, it is it it's is really bad. strange and we've talked about this before there's just not that much of a home field advantage for anyone playing in los angeles yeah the 49ers felt like they were the home team at, at times during last week's game. yeah so i like arizona here uh if not for anything else but james connor and we don't yeah. talk about him, and there is no yeah, more. He right. he won't get the MVP of the league, but there's no more valuable player for any team than James Conner. And he is. It's just he fits what they're wanting to do. <coughs> he catches the ball. He runs the ball hard. If he's healthy, and he seemed to be last week, um, I, I like Arizona. It, and that's weird to say with Aaron Donald sitting there across the line from him, but. I, they just find a way to get to to have uh, James Conner making big plays, and I, if, if Hopkins is back, it's even better. But I, I, I Zach, to, so so to me, it's it's a Zach Ertz game because they'll shut down those corners, they'll spread it out, but Zach Ertz is going to run all over the place in the middle of the field against the Rams because I think they're they lost their both their safeties starting safeties are not playing in this game. I think I read so. I think Zach Ertz and James Conner bring Arizona a uh, win here. The, LJ, do you have anything on DeAndre Hopkins? The latest Hopkins? news I could find was from a month ago. Um, and Okay, yeah, I found something from a week ago where it just said Kingsbury's not Yeah, sure. I saw that. Um, and, uh, and a month ago we were saying that anything earlier than the NFC Championship game was unrealistic. And in uh, that story you're talking about, Kingsbury is unsure if they will see him or Watt in the playoffs at all. Which Watt has since said that he's going to be. He said he says he's ready to make a return. He says he'll be mm. playing. I don't know at what role. We'll see. Yeah. Um, does LJ, what, does James real quick? Does James Conner remind you at all of? Remember Marion Barber back when he was running oh, and yeah. running so freaking hard, yeah. just running yeah. hard. 
Yeah. A little, but I, I think Connor even has more. Um, oh, he's got like more he, ability. He, I think. he does the pass game too. I mean, yeah, Connor's yeah. a really, really no, no, good no player. Doubt. Tony, no you, but just the way he runs the ball, he just yeah, runs with I, determination. It's, yeah, it's it it shows. Watch. It might have been it, you know there when he was at the Steelers. I think we all just wrote him away because he just we picked him high in fantasy football and he stunk for a couple of years. Yeah. Injuries and stunk. The Steelers' offensive line sucks and they still suck. And I think that was more of James Connor issue, not. Yeah. Not him. So and, Tony made a good point. I don't think he's he's not your MVP. He's not your offensive player of the year. He's not all that. But damn it, he's important to the Cardinals, and he's yeah. really good, really yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. So uh, LJ, you, Pops, on you LJ, went Rams. I think. Um, I you went the Rams. Rams. Tony went Cardinals. I went Rams. LJ goes. I just flipped a coin because that's how I feel about this one. It could go either way, and I'm totally happy with that. The coin toss came up Cardinals, so that's what I'm going with. Was it heads tails. or tails? <laughs> tails never fails tails never fails all right so we're, we're split dead even this game i don't love it like i think that like it's not the best game of the week but i do think it could be close just because this they're wonky these two teams you just don't know what you're getting it wouldn't shock me if matt stafford looks great and takes the rams to a super bowl it wouldn't shock me if he throws two interceptions in the fourth quarter and loses this game because he's just been that kind of year for him so we'll see plus not a whole lot of playoff experience for old old matty boy being down there in detroit but real quick, we um, ought to give a shout out to Cooper Cup has had uh-huh. a, a year for the ages. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. look. Triple at, crown. Oh, my God. Has he? He still couldn't break uh, Calvin Johnson's record, and he played one more game than Calvin True. Johnson. That yeah. just shows you how awesome Calvin Johnson's year yeah. was. Uh, but, so, Matt Stafford's played with the two guys that are the two yeah. top resort. Res- receiving yards leaders in yeah. NFL record books. True. Hmm. You know, there was a, yeah, there was a time where for th- about three years, y- you could throw the ball anywhere on the field and Jerry Rice was going to go catch it. Mm-hmm. And it didn't matter. He could be 20 <clears throat> yards away from it. He's just going to go catch it. And I think Cooper Cup had one of those years. Just an amazing, great year for him. Uh, do, is there any, any thought? Like, should he, could he? I mean, you can make an argument for him as MVP because if you look at, him compared to the next, like, just look at his stats this year. Doesn't get done very often. The last triple crown was 2005 with Steve Smith Sr. And then the other guys that have done is Jerry, Jerry Rice. So it doesn't happen very. And then another guy, <coughs> Sterling Sharp. I did not realize he had a triple yeah, crown. It's yeah. impressive. Um, yeah. But so that doesn't happen very often. So could be MVP worthy. I think Aaron Rodgers is really good. But the year he had, he's had similar years. It's not like this is insane for him. I, is there any argument for Cup for MVP or is it just? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, I think, well, I, I, my stance is that the MVP should be renamed because it's not the most valuable player. It's the most valuable quarterback because that's just the way it works. I think that if Cooper cup isn't on that football team, that means a lot more. Uh, I, I think the Rams don't make the playoffs. I just don't think the Rams. Okay. Well, I thought you were about to say Cooper cups more important to the Rams than Aaron Rodgers is to them. Yeah, yeah, no, that's not, yeah. that's not the argument well. I'm making, but I think that, that as far as non quarterbacks go, there's, there's nobody more valuable to their team than Cooper cup. Maybe Jonathan Taylor, maybe Debo Samuel. Those are the only other people that are as valuable to their team as a non quarterback. Um, and so I'd love to see one of them pull away an MVP, but you just, you can't, you can't do it. It's, it's Aaron Rodgers. Cooper Cup's Tom Brady. There's no other answer. Yeah. And and the the cup stuff like you know the the receiving yards or the, re- the receptions records by Michael Thomas and and a lot of people like say there should be an asterisk because it was a system thing and he's a slant sure. god and they just throw him a ton of easy passes. Cup makes big catches over yeah. and over and over again. Like that catch he made week eighteen against the Cardinals. That That's it was a good crazy. throw by Stafford, but also yep. the where he did great a three sixty there and then tap both feet down. He's just he's, he's really great. really stinking really good. Great. Yeah, yeah, it's great. 
the Rams ended up winning that division because the Cardinals uh, blunt, skirted up towards the end. LJ, did, did we did, did we have that? Pops both picked the Rams to win the division and the Rams to be the winner of the NFC Championship game. So, ah, so Tony picked the Seahawks. So for, Kevin picked the Niners to win the division. Um, neither of y'all picked anybody. Oh no! And then Tony picked Seattle to win the NFC. So. Yeah, I think I might have had like Russell Wilson to win MVP. So I was, yes, I'm, I'm just as wrong on Seattle as Russ for Kev and C Mac for Tony. Yikes! That's oh before, wow, that's before Chris Carson went <laughs> down. Yeah, when he went down, um, the, my pick went down, and my fantasy football season yep, went down yep. too. Real quick, we'll touch on the two one seeds. So that the, I, I think we're all in in lockstep. The Packers. Seem like the. I mean, they, we're not saying they're unbeatable, but they're the favorites in the NFC. I mean, we're all in agreement there. I think anybody yep. would struggle right. to beat them. Yeah, no yeah. problem. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're going to have to go through Lambeau. So that I, I think they're the clear favorites. And then on the AFC, are the the Titans are the one seed now, and Derrick Henry is back, and he gets. They, I think he was going to come back for the wild card if they played in it, but now they get another week off because they won. That they're putting a legit MVP candidate back into their into their roster. I. Are, who's the favorites in the AFC? Or what do you, Pops? What do you think about the Titans? Are the Titans legit? Could win the Super Bowl? Uh, it's. I think it's between. They could. They could. I still like the Chiefs. I still like the Chiefs. I think their defense is LJ? coming around. Kansas City's defense is to come around, and that offense is just you know can score at will when they want to. The, so, but the Titans, the Titans did. Wasn't didn't they beat the Chiefs like twenty seven to three or thirty one to three? That was before the Chiefs okay. got everything rolling and got back, but. LJ, how good are the Titans? Like, do they they have like a legit, legit yeah. shot? Or absolutely, like, oh. absolutely. I'm not tackling Derrick Henry right now. Um, nobody wants to. Uh, he's had plenty of rest. That is that is my favorite football team in the playoffs. It's going to be so tough to figure out if you're like a gambler looking mm-hmm. at this. If if Derrick Henry is healthy, healthy, and you're getting a fresh, healthy Derrick Henry, LJ, you're dead right. I mean that. He's a pain to tackle when he's not fresh. When he's had 300 carries and 2,000 yards, and he's going to be a fresh. He's going to be the least tired, the least injured person on the field, no doubt. But those, well, the only thing is those foot injuries are weird. Like, you know, like I, I just feel like we've seen this all the time, where a guy can maybe come back and three <laughs> plays in, it's just not right or something. So, I, and we won't know. We we'll won't see. know until game like time. Him. He looked. I did see a, a clip of him in practice, and he still looks like a robot. <laughs> I mean, he still looks insane. So I, I'm not. I wouldn't tackle him as LJ said. Tony, what do you? I mean. Titans or, or or do you think Chiefs are the favorites or the Titans? I, or someone else or someone else? Well, I um yeah it, it, the AFC is just <laughs> Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's why I'm gonna stick with my pick. <laughs> um, I I I just um the a- AFC is just wide yeah. open. As much as I want to say the Chiefs uh, because of their opportunistic defense getting better, uh, yeah, ten. And even as much as Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry is still not going to be 100%. Let's be clear about that. He's not going to be Derrick Henry of weeks one. Unless he is. I don't know. He's a cyborg. I I just don't know. The reports I'm hearing is that the the foot, it's well enough for him to go, but he's not going to be able to get 20, 25 carries. Not this week, but we're we're looking at 10 10 to 12 carries is about all. Yeah. Even and they, Nashville gets Nashville does get crazy. I mean, they've been winning games without the man. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, you know, if Henry's a gadget Buffalo, player for you, you're good to go. Yeah, if <laughs> Buffalo, if Buffalo beats New England, and Cincinnati beats um, the Raiders, I think if Cincinnati and Tennessee play, it's going to be tough. But I, I, to for Tennessee to win, I'll just say it. Here's here's my deal. 
for for Tennessee to win it, AJ Brown has to come to play. Yep. AJ which, Brown sure. is the key which he can. to Tennessee he re- winning. He, he's, he's he's one Debo, of those guys. He's, he's a poor Samuel. man, Debo Samuel. I mean, it's what yeah, he he's is. Debo Samuel <laughs> with, a, with a with twenty more twenty more pounds. And he the, that the might be the best compliment huge. you can give Debo Samuel right there, saying AJ Brown's a poor man, Debo Samuel. Because yeah. AJ Brown is damn good. AJ yeah, Brown's a beast. He's good. So with Julio Jones, <laughs> if Julio Jones is healthy and can take some coverage away from AJ Brown. They've got it. The Tennessee has a chance to to be in that championship game. The key, I, I just don't know if the key if, to the Titans. It's not. I mean, Derrick Henry, if he's that good, like like LJ said, <laughs> yeah, big top. They, when watching them, watch Jeffrey Simmons in the middle. Their big D tackle. He does Aaron Donald stuff. He is a freaking mm-hmm. beast, and that whole defensive line is. And that, and we all know if you can, if you if you can cause pressure with four. Everybody else looks really good behind you. So they're fun to watch. All right. Yeah. That gets us out of our playoff talk. Um, LJ, real quick, uh, Super Bowl. What do we pick? What's our predictions? Are we still alive? Uh, Everybody but Tony's still alive for who's going to be in the Super Bowl. Who, who well, does Tony he, well, I don't know who y'all – y'all didn't pick a winner in that podcast. So I just know Tony has Kansas City versus okay, Seattle well. in his Super Bowl. Um, So Kansas City's still good, but Seattle's not. Uh, everybody took Kansas City, but – uh. Or Kev, you've got Green Bay, Kansas City, and uh, Pops has got LA and Kansas City. All right, so this is your chance, everyone, to hedge a bet. Now LJ's on record for this Titans. one. Pick your pick your Super Bowl winner, winner. Titans, Titans. Titans. I'm going with it. Wow. All right. Oh, spicy. Yep. Okay. Spicer. Tony. Super Bowl yep. winner. Super Bowl winner. And I can you I can pick anybody you want. Anybody? In, well, anybody? I pick want? somebody in the playoffs. Titans <laughs> <laughs> uh, are the fifth best odds to win the Super Bowl at plus eight fifty. By the way, they're that's all a great, the way down to five. So. That's a great bet. Um, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Kansas City. Kansas City is the second best odds at plus four fifty. Not a bad pick. I, I I think that it's hard to argue that one. Um, Pops. Well, I knew I, t- I know I took the Rams, and I'm. I, this is your chance to hedge if you want. Yeah, we give you. This is the one that matters. Well, if I get to hedge, I'm going to take Kansas City. Then I'll, I'll hedge with Kansas City. Kansas City. And I'm going to stick with uh, who I, I think. I don't know if obviously I didn't take them. I didn't put it on. It's not recorded, so I don't get credit for it. But Packers. I'm going Packers to win the Super Bowl. I just think Aaron Rodgers is going to get them one. Then I think it'll be a, so exciting to be like, are you staying? You going to win the Super Bowl in the league? Because that, that would, would be just interesting. Be fun to see. So. All right, so we got Packers, Chiefs, Chiefs, and Titans to win the Super Bowl. I did um, a, a while back ago. It was when March Madness was happening. Put down a Cowboys to win the uh, Super Bowl at plus twenty five hundred. Okay, Ooh, it's possible. It's we're, possible. We're, we're with you. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're, we're we're hoping big on That's that. How we buy the That's a big old right there. <laughs> First round on you, my friend. First yeah, round yeah, on yeah. you. Come come February, should should the Cowboys win the Super Bowl? <laughs> the JP people have drinks on Kevin. <laughs> there you go. That's that's how right. the ombudsman rolls. <laughs> yeah, let's and that's sure to lose. Forty uh, Nineers gonna win the Super Bowl. Um, to wrap things up, I'll go. We'll go quick here because we went long on this podcast. We we haven't been around for a while, so for we, a while. we you know we we had a lot to say. Um, here's the fun fact. Do you know? Do any of y'all three know? And if you do, don't don't spill the beans and let me let me tell you. But do you know why? Coins have yes. ridges, like your quarters and your dimes. Okay, I figured LJ probably did. <laughs> I think I've heard it, but I can't remember why. So you can, so you can toss them in a corner and bet with them. 
<laughs> Close. They don't, they don't, they don't own the bridges, <laughs> do they? The penny does not, right? Right. Well, no. The, nickel the penny does. and nickel Nickels. do not. Nickels does. I'll, I'll get to that. So, first, to, to explain this fun fact, I have to take you back to 1792. <laughs> this is when the mint and coinage act was put into place. The mint and coinage act declared that the 10, the 5, and the 2.5 would be made into their face value in gold. And that the $1, half dollar, and quarter dollar would be made in their face value in silver. At this time, the edges of all these coins were smooth. However, some some smart people, some thinkers started to realize, oh, if I just shave off a few, just a little bit of that gold and silver, just shave off a little bit, no one can tell. And I can, after a few different coins, all of a sudden I'm making some money off this. So in order to stop this, the U.S. Mint started to create reeded edges or ridged edges. This made them harder to counterfeit and prevented fraud since, you know, if I show up with a coin that's got without a quarter that's not rigid, obviously I took some off the end of it. Uh, nickels and <laughs> pennies are mainly composed of inexpensive metals, so they so that's why they're not uh, rigid because they, you're not making much profit. You could still make, I guess, a little bit, be tough. but it's not worth, people aren't worth doing right. it. Yeah. So that's what coins have ridges. Almost, Tony, on the uh, for gambling, but. Who knew? Who, who LJ did. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the, the coin shaving has been a practice since like uh, Roman times. That's why like you look at like doubloons and stuff like that. They're often not circle because people have shaved off little bits of it over and over and over again for thousands of years. You know, I've seen them. I've seen that where they're not circled, but I just figured, you know, I mean, some of it they, is like you know, poor forging hurry, technology. Yeah. They didn't have quite the ability right. to manufacture as we do. But a lot of it comes down to that, uh, that it's they, those have been shaved over the years for sure. Would you look at look at LJ adding in a little bit of extra for you? Just bang, <laughs> um, pops. Real quick, you mentioned before we started recording. Uh, how, did you participate in an Olympics of some sort? Yeah, we. Uh, so since since my wife and I, we had the uh, we we both had COVID, and still married too. And we're still married. Yeah, I mean, we were quarantined for five days together and are still married. And, and I mean, she's still smiling at me. So you know, hey, <laughs> look at there. Um, Shout but, out to pops. So yeah, we well, had a real quick COVID Olympics. Which consisted of cornhole, uh, the beanbag game, and tobacco um, cornhole, yeah, what you call it, yeah. and and uh, golf, the card game, and gin rummy, the card game. And I can tell you, after the first three events, I was having a commanding lead of three to nothing. <laughs> so we we have to do some more events, but the next one might be running, which I'm going to lose, and then we might do the Real Housewives trivia questions, oh. which I'll definitely lose. Yeah. So I've got a feeling she's going to eat. So up. this thing yeah. could get this thing could get interesting. Yeah, yeah, we're still we're we're still in it. Now, any kind of running, you're, she's going to beat me. Any kind of running for sure. You're very much so. Like right now, you are the Rams versus the 49ers last week. Like Tammy's the 49ers. She knows her game. She knows she's going to stick to her guns and win the next two. And now I just got to see if she can make a drive in the fourth quarter <laughs> right. to, to win this thing. Right. But, there but, we go. <laughs> one might argue one one might argue LJ that pops right now at halftime is up twenty eight to three over Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Interesting. <laughs> see if I can see if I can hold her off. <laughs> uh, Uncle Tony, let's wrap up with what, what are they the same drink? I don't, we we got two no. drinks over here. Oh, two no. drinks. Two drinks. And so I, I it's, it's so this uh, for Christmas one of my gifts was something called the Perfect Measure Tasting Set, and it's twenty whiskeys that changed the world. Oh. 
And I can't thank my family enough for getting that that for me. And plus, they just put me in a corner and let me start drinking. And that's probably the best thing to do with me over the holiday. <laughs> they know how to make you happy. <laughs> that's that's where that's how you want to handle it. So I've got twenty whiskeys that I'll be tasting over the next few weeks. And, and it, not that I don't love the podcast, and everything, but I ain't drinking one every time we pod because I you know I will save a little. But um, tonight, though, one of the things that I've always wanted to try was Japanese yeah. whiskey. And so there's Japanese whiskey in here. And so tonight I'm having the perfect measure, which turns the perfect measure turns out to be 1.01 ounces. <laughs> um, and y'all can't see what's this little glass. also known as uh, also uh, converted to what CEL or what'd you call three it? Three CLE, three CLE, okay. three centiliters, I guess there. But uh, anyway, so t- tonight I'm drinking the, the Yamazaki single malt whiskey from Japan. And it, it, it is, um, it is brewed by the Suntory Brewing Company in the Yamazaki Distillery. Now, if anybody wants to really get some trivia, go back and see in this in the '80s who was the spokesperson for Suntory Japanese whiskey, and I think you'll be interested to see who that is. Uh, come back. Do next we want week. IT? To, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah come back next week, we'll and we'll tell you. And it, I, I think it's a very interesting celebrity that you guys will like. But the tasting notes here on the nose is maple syrup, white grapes, and honeysuckle lead a soft and spicy character with a taste spice starts fading beneath caramel, sweet orange and cinnamon toast. And a finish is grape skin and pineapple fading to leave soft vanilla and gentle spice. And I can well, they tell sure you know how to describe it. Wow, oh my it's God, really good. And so the Yamazaki whiskey is what started the boom in Japanese whiskeys. But I can tell you it was very tasty and I will be uh, seeing if my local, uh, my local uh, liquor store has a little Yamazaki Scotch or, or Japanese whiskey. It was very good. I wish I had um, two 1.01 ounces of it. I cannot believe we haven't been doing this before, but starting now, it doesn't have to be just your whiskey drinks, just in general when we get mm-hmm. what Tony's drinking. Can we get a rating, a 1 to 10? And, and realize if you Absolutely. throw like a 10 out there, you're, you're saying it's the best thing oh, ever. No. So what, let's get the Tony stamp, Uncle Tony stamp. I'll give this an 8.2. 8.2. 8. Right. 8.2, yeah, 8.2. And so my that other sounds drink. Sounds like a good drink. Yeah, it was. So my other drink was uh, an old-fashioned. Oh, by the way, the, 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 your, can't go list, wrong. your listeners can't see this, but I, I shout out to my daughter. Neither, who got neither, me these. By the way, neither can we because your oh, filter covers filter, up. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I got these great <laughs> Double Rocks glasses for Christmas as well, and they're just awesome. I really love them. So thanks, everybody, for getting me those. But my second drink was just an old-fashioned. I haven't fixed one of those before for the – uh, for the podcast, I use uh, Woodford Reserve bourbon, and but but here's the secret: oh, fig simple syrup. If you've never made fig simple syrup, it's really good. Hey. A little bit darker, a little bit darker flavor for for whiskeys and bourbons. If your recipe calls for a little simple syrup, if you make a little fig simple syrup, it really is good. It makes it just a little bit darker. It's not any sweeter, just a little bit darker flavor to it. And I really like these old fashioned with Note fig simple syrup. So it's good. Real quick, just because I know there, there's a lot of old fashioned fans in this uh, in on this podcast. What? How? Because I've had a lot of I've, most old fashioned I've had are really good. You know, there's obviously some that are better, some that are worse. What can you do to screw up an old fashioned, Uncle Tony? Use bad whiskey. Just use bad whiskey. There's not like too much of something. Yeah, you, you can never you know, um, 
Yeah, you could oversweeten it, and that's the other thing. It, it the the cleaner the better, mm-hmm. I think. And so for my old fashions, I don't muddle an orange slice. Some recipes will tell you to muddle an orange slice and a cherry, and then put put your recipe. I like it where if you add the cherry and an orange peel, but then you just use Angostura bitters and some simple syrup or some sugar if you want, and then the bourbon. If you use sugar or a sugar cube. You need to use warm water so that you can dissolve that sugar. Don't just use a sugar cube and the whiskey. It'll be too grainy and that'll ruin it. I personally like simple syrup and like I said, I like the fig, but that's that's how you can screw up an old fashioned. Everything you said there's correct. Pops, is there anything anything specific for your old fashions? Like any certain whiskey or anything? Or you just like a good old old I just like old fashions any way I can get them. <laughs> I love them. I think they're fantastic. There you go. All right, I think that wraps us up. I mean, uh, for all the people that are stuck around, I know this. We know this is a long pod, but I think we we got some mm. good at it. This was some good Excellent. stuff. I'm, I'm, Excellent. I'm glad to be back. Hey. Sorry for the long hiatus, Uncle Tony. It was good. I hadn't talked to you. I mean, we talked on yeah. the text thread, but it's good to see you. Absolutely, good to see you guys too. All right, pops, LJ Tone. I will talk to y'all next week after the Cowboys are one game closer <laughs> right. to the Super Bowl. Hope so. Peace. All right, peace. All right, so first thing, have y'all seen that Taco Bell commercial where he shows her how to make, like... Yes, I don't like it. What, uh, she'd be gone. She'd be gone immediately. I mean, have y'all seen the commercial, guys? No. Yeah, she, explain what? the commercial. She, she, she says, you take the chips, and then she starts eating the chips anyway? Oh, yeah. Well, so it starts... Oh, yeah, so it starts... So, yeah, so... Yeah, go so ahead. He, uh, he says, hey, let me show you a little trick. So he takes some of his hot sauce and puts it in the cheese that he's going to dip his chip in, stirs it around. I mean, it's not groundbreaking, but good trick. Right, you know, whatever. So he, like, eats it and, and, and oh, that's great. What Whatever. So then she says, oh, let me show you one. Grabs his crunch wrap, hands him a bag of chips, says, oh, I thought you were the chip guy. And then takes a chip from him. She, like, I don't even understand. And then like, takes a chip. Like, and then takes a chip. First off, first off, you take my crunch wrap, I swear to God, you're done. Like, there's no more relationship. We're over. <laughs> Well, I would maybe understand if it was a trade, like you know, you know, maybe maybe the woman can go. You know, we're doing a trade, but it wasn't a trade. At least give me, at least give me, you know, seventy five cents on the dollar. She gave him a quarter. I mean, he was just showing her a neat little trick, right? And then she says it's a trade. I I think it's a dumbass commercial. Yeah, it's bad. It's it's obviously been a long time since any of you boys were in a relationship that was only two or three weeks old. Because I guarantee you, (laughs) that's a very good point. I don't know. I think that you might just, that might be the end of that one. That might be uh, the end of but that But LJ might be a good point. Maybe you know right then. Oh, yep. okay. No, let's uh, not go any Red flag, that. you do not touch that bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> you ask. Um, and then uh, the other, the other. I have one more commercial thing that I'm like, so what's the deal? Like, if you, if you make a commercial where I have no idea what's going on because I'm not deep enough in the cinematic universe of flow... I, we're, like what is going on there like she's talking to a twin of herself that doesn't want to know about insurance but called her like what am I missing like with the Geico ads that are like the, the gecko I don't need to know that he like traveled down route 66 at one point or that he makes bread sometimes like all of the stuff works within the commercial <laughs> flow apparently you need a, a, a you know the Cimmerillion to like uh, to, to see what's going on with the flow commercials so progressive she, she's progressive right yeah yeah, yeah. Progressive does I obviously I think they're Dr. Rick, right? They're those commercials. Yeah. 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 Love those. I think they do the Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield's had a lot of time, but he's don't don't progressive do Baker no, Mayfield, I believe so. I think it's that's, awesome. that's I don't know, Jim. Go. I don't know, Jim. <laughs> I think I think that's progressive. And if I'm correct, maybe I'm not. But so that me if it is right. 
Progressive hits on a lot, but I'm with y'all. They've stuck with this flow for a long time, and I doesn't do it for me. I don't get what we're doing. We have the, the fantastic Dr. Rick commercials. Uh, and we're, right and we're in the metaverse. Let's, ah. Yeah, so, no, I just... Baker, the, the, Baker could have a lot more time to film those The flow cinematic universe is too deep. Um, I have, You know, it's like I've, I, 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 I can't watch a, an Avengers movie now because I haven't seen any of them. So I like, it's too late. I'm out. And so like when your commercial's like that, you've screwed up. You're straight up screwed up. You're overthinking. You're, you're Bruce. You're, you're whatever. Uh, Brandon Staley calling time out. Yeah. Play yeah. Pops up. You don't have any commercial. I love your commercial take usually. I no, I have I have some pretty good bougie props, but I'm going to save them for another time. I got, yeah, save I got, that. We, I got two yeah. pretty good ones actually. But. We packed this pod with a lot of good content. We might we might have overused some of our content, so let's save them really for the listeners. I don't even know if the listeners yeah. hearing this, but a good bougie prop coming next week. I'm excited. Yeah, let's go.